Blog Talk Radio. There is nothing more intoxicating than the meld of emotions and sensations that is Friday night. Friday night is the sound of that crowd, the pride of that community, the way that that grass smells. I've never felt in my adult life the way that I felt on Friday nights. That's what those kids are playing for. They're playing for that emotion. They're playing for that brotherhood and all of that sensory input that comes from Friday night. That's why they're playing high school football in this country. It is this common thread that weaves through the American fabric. Whether you live in Compton, California, or you live in Appalachia, if you played the game at the high school level, you have this common bond of representing that community. Anyone who disparages where the game is based on myriad reasons. I'm not buying it. I'm around the game every day on these campuses. I see the impact it has on these young men. I see the way that these coaches are able to grow high school boys into NFL or professional men. And it's just beautiful. Reading the numbers and giving you the names 
A little bit of facts on this one. Stags lead the series 9-8 last year. The Patriots beat the Stags back in regular season, 44 to nothing, and had two, uh, of course, uh, interceptions, three black punts. Don't knock one pass for 164 yards and a touchdown. It was Trey Miner who left the game during the regular season with a broken collarbone. He is, by the way, their starting quarterback here tonight. We'll talk more about that as we go through. And, again, you look into playoffs, and it was what it was with the court picking up that win there at the court. Bought the ball on the 40. Here's the kick. And it's going to be a good one. As a fair catch at the 20, and they'll take it right there. And it will be first and 10 as Trey Miner, the senior, 5'10", 170, quarterback, all the way. He's a local guy. He's from right here in those quarter. And kid not only can play some great football, the young man can play some baseball. And uh, looking to have uh, a nice finish here. And uh, I would imagine this is going to be like their senior night. Because next one week they start the playoffs. And that is Berkeley will be heading to Sumter. The Patriots, well, they'll be heading back home where they'll be hosting the Riverboro. 11 27 and 80 in the first quarter. 6 nothing. Orton Tessa with a 90 yard return by Keith Deshishore. Picks it up quickly. Taking it from the shotgun at the 15, handed off there to number three. And he's introduced to the white wall of the Fort Dorchester Patriots. Many of our dogs there hunting on that tackle. We'll start it off with number 90. Big man was able to get in there and hand it to DJ Watson. 11 25. I'm going to bring in my guy down to the sidelines. We'll be calling the game from uh, a different angle tonight. We're definitely excited about this, and that is the professor. But he's a tank tight. We'll get you in here with you. 
on the road, 41-7. Dwayne Wright, Mr. Everything, down there in the backfield, 209 yards, three touchdowns. And Dalton Osborne went 18-31, 206 yards, and two touchdowns. Watch out for O.J. Washington, a senior who's going to be a big-time game-changer tonight as well. He did an incredible job getting in the end zone, and you can't count out number four, Jalen Best. He also had a touchdown on Tonight, we'll give you some more stats here throughout as we are now getting ready. And Steve Tessasor moves up to his own 49, middle of the field. Kicking it with the scoreboard to his back will be the kicker from Berkeley. The Stags down 6 nothing with 9.36 remaining here in the first quarter. Good snap, good punt. Looks like Tessasor will get it at the 49. And he hits soon as he gets it, but he does a great job, Clinton, holding on to the ball, my man. And that's a big job there as we're going to first. And 10 yeah, that was a real close one right there. Uh, couldn't really get a good angle on it back here on the sidelines. But, you know, most definitely we'll get in here and get all the action to you. That we shall now. The clock's going down. The big man coming out after a big night last Friday night. Let's see if he can do it again. 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 That they are. Here we go. Spot the ball, and it's going to be 
out. Definitely made, made something out of nothing on that play. It looked like a botched play. Tried to pick it up off the bounce. It didn't work. But thankfully, they made a little bit more yardage that would have been. Let's drop the ball quickly again at the 30. Both in turn. Ronald Stevens to the left side. Two to the right side. The Patriots marching forward to two of them. That's being away from the two halves. Right now, he's going to stand at the shotgun formation around his own 25. And again, we're here tonight with all the action. We thank you guys for listening to Southern Sports Open. Our first game on Friday night under the lights here. We'll be back on Empty Sports TV. Back at home next week for round one of the playoffs as we'll see River Bluffs. And again, after this week, every win gets you in, and that is to the next round. For these guys, the Berkeley Stags, they'll be hitting the road. They'll be heading over to Sumter, the Gamecocks. Now, here's how that works. We'll see this team or that Sumter team with the win. The whistles are blowing at 725, 13-7 the fourth in the first quarter. Man in motion is going to come at you from the right to left. And it's the best of sure. He'll head across the 30, and he finally sacked down. Actually, with a loss of a yard, again, you just kind of saw that one unfolding in that great front line of the defensive bags did what they needed to do, Clinton, to get in there and get a loss on the tackle. They definitely have to move the ball, Richie. Uh, these guys need to get back into that groove that they started off with, and, de- and Fort Dorchester can definitely make it happen. They're going to snap the ball. They're going to hand it off. That's going to be a super great line for Just for the 36 yard line. They're going to score it there. That's a bad call in the top. But they're going to turn up the 35. Big time third down. It'll be about third down and give it five, maybe six. Let's go 36 at the 35. More of the field. Your Patriots, again, looking to continue to drive as they are now sitting there with 625. On the play clock at 13 7 8 to the street, it's to the left, to the right, and the field, snap the ball. The Golden Osborne's going to stand at his own 30. And to the left side, it's a rain. Right, they're going to take a timeout to four serves. All right, so Clinton, let's bring you back in, my friend, as you're down there on the sideline and you see this guy missing a little bit different. You know, some of that, you know, I, I tell you, the energy seems to be a little different on this guy. Yeah, it definitely is a little bit of different energy. Uh, right now, it seemed a little bit high at first. Now they came back just a little bit. They dialed back because of the bot play and because of the touchdown. So now they're kind of feeling themselves. We need Fort Dorchester. We want Fort Dorchester. We've seen them play. They need to get back on that bandwagon that they started off. Get that special uh, energy back. Get that groove back and continue to play this game all four quarters with that same energy. Six twelve remaining here. Fort comes out of the time now leading 13-7. Ball side of the middle of the field. Third and six on the 45. Two receivers to the right side. Oh, and he got him on the jump there, so that'll give him another five yards. So now instead of third and six, he'll look at third and one in the eye. Great job, Clinton, by the Cadence. Getting it up a little bit louder, maybe a little bit more enthusiastic. Oh, oh, yeah, that's definitely a great job. That hard count has been working for Zoltan all season long. Several penalties have been called against the opposing team just because of that hard count. Once again, that's that maturity we were talking about. Yes, sir. Let's go 31 on the 40 yard line. 6 13 7. Fort with the ball in the first quarter with the lead. Here's where two receivers are now going to get set in position. A little bit of movement here. If they get kind of that stack up in the front line, watch out. Here comes 
23, bring in the horse, and he's going to get across the first down. He's going to push it through more across, and he's still on his feet on the outside over there by the visiting side, and we drag him down at the 30. And I'm not sure how he was able to spin out of that tackle, but he did just that, and I'll tell you what, he's been a big rush this all year long. Probably, I got to say, the Right. Yeah, hey, Richie, I don't know if you saw this now, but Keith Desishore had a block, and he locked in like a pit bull and drove his man straight through the sidelines. As, Desichore, as Mr. Dwayne Wright, Mr. Do-It-All, came right down the sidelines. Well, uh, Keith Desishore definitely had his hands locked in and pushed his man out to the sidelines. Here's a snap here. Zoton Osborne's going to look to the right side, sling it up. Desert Shores in stride and got him, but it's in and out of his hands. Man, he had him in stride. And not sure what happened there, but let's go back to that last play. You talked about that lead block by Keith Desishore. You know, the one thing about Desishore is he's able to kind of play whatever role we need him to when he locked in, and we give him the assist on that first down. From a couple of plays ago. Now, second down and 10. It's not the bottom of 36 on the left half smart. Your Patriots there heading towards the scoreboard. The final game of the regular season. We made it this far. With 555 here in the first quarter. All four here, 13-7. Let's see if our Patriots here can make some things happen. With two receivers. Right side, two left side. Josh Gunning catches up to 40. Hands it up the middle. And it won't snap to keep this assured. And it was given to Dwayne White. But Light not able to get much, and he's able to get maybe back to the 34 yard line. That's going to bring up the third down in about eight. Big run there. Of course, we need to kind of get in the as we can. And uh, first down at the 34 yard line. We mark the ball on the left hash mark heading back towards the school field. Break that huddle, and they've got three wide receivers right side, one lonely one to the left. Osborne stands at the 39 of the Stags with the block. Big time across the middle to Desha Shore, and he's going to get the first down and a lot more. If he gets all the way, it looks like about the 24-yard line. Great job, Keith Desha Shore, if he's able to get his hands in there, catch it, pull it in, and drag it down for a first down to move the chains. 504 and count it down. Big way tonight. We've got to finish this one off, fellas. We're sitting at six no coming in here tonight. We've already won the reason. We've already positioned ourselves for the playoffs. But let's finish what we started in the regular season, going for a undefeated season tonight. One receiver right side, two left side. Watch out down here to the bottom side. Of course, that is Mr. Washington. Don't not more take the snap. Hands it to Dwayne right up the middle, and the big dog carries two or three with him and gets across the 20 to about the 16-yard line. Great job there by uh, seeing what was out there, Clinton. Yeah, you know when Dwayne Wright gets that ball and he lowers those shoulders, it is pure havoc that he tries to lay on his opponents. So we're going to see if they keep feeding him the rock, and I I guarantee he'll get a lot stronger. And he will. It was 408. Here's the snap. Hand it there to Dwayne Wright. He's stiff arm one. 15 balls and jumps in, but he's very close to a first down. Kind of weird that the referee's coming from the sideline. I'm not sure if he has a bad thing. Looks like they're going to give it a first down. Right around the 10 yard line. Don't go. Looks like they'll spot the ball and just try to see where it's going to be around the 12 yard line. First 
down and 10. They've got a few more to get before they put the chains down. 13 7 is the score, 344 remaining in the first quarter. Spots the ball on the right hash mark, heading towards the scoreboard. Two receiver, oops, one receiver left side, one right side. Here's a snap, looking to the right, checks it to the left. Osborne gets out, throws it away. We're waiting to see what we can do here. And we'll now see here with 325, the clock still ticking. Clock's moving, and it was uh, should be stopped now with 320. Five seconds, off the clock there after the play. 13-7, the score here. Wait and see what we can do there. And, again, uh, not a bad move there in zone 9 corner as he hit the defender. Uh, took away the intentional ground. Here we go now. You see some of that stuff in basketball on this here. 13-7, the score, 23 Minute to 20 seconds. Takes the snap. Hands it to Dwayne Wright. They're going to track him down. No, but the keeper. No, Nine's going back to our side, and he steps out of bounds. It looks like around the 12-yard line. So, uh, you start looking at this one here, Clinton. What do you do here with a third and long? Well, right here, I'm going to it a little bit of a different play. We're going to see, <laughs> as you can hear, this crowd is going wild around here. Berkeley's trying to hold them. Well, right here, I think you go back to the old uh, slant. You let the guard uh, close that middle. So that referee did call it correct. And out of bounds, those are just three busted plays right there that Fort just could not finish. So I believe now they're going to send in the field goal team, at least be able to put some points on the board, and be able to go back and regroup on that offense. Watch out. Here comes Wilson Guzman. Still there to hold it to the end. Will do. Guzman back there. We do have Clay Ryan. He's out tonight. Stepping up to take over the uh, – Holding Goody from the swimmer. He'll kick it there. This is Guzman. Here's the slot, the hole, the kick. continues 
to lead in a lot of categories on that defense. He's 30, counted down, slapped the ball on the floor, two seconds and eight, two three receivers to the left side, one to the right side, slapped down, he rolls out to the left side, plays the rock and pass, wide open, is number two with the 40, no covers at all, and a pitch and catch there to Solomon Butler, he's probably the hottest receiver, he is a huge and huge senior, 5'10", 178, wide receiver, and you got to count for number two. I talked to him before the game, and you just kind of see this is a game for him. This could be the final game in the stadium. And so the things have to happen for Berkeley to get back home and host the playoffs. So they want to end this one on a good note as the clock continues to talk there. Body went out of bounds, but nevertheless, the 13 7 the lead for the Patriots. Just got the ball at the Berkeley 42 left hash mark. Running towards the two outs, the two receivers left, two to the right. Shot one formation. Oh, it's a mess up on the handoff, but he's still going to get something out of nothing. Boy, that was a big one there. That could have gotten nothing real quick there. Straight on the tackle, number 95, Avery Parrish. Avery Parrish did a great job putting his hands on it. They started to kind of put everything into perspective there with 134 remaining here in the first quarter. It's been a long quarter here tonight. It's a 13-7 lead. For your Patriots, they started off with a kickoff return for about 90 yards. Next to Shores, a quick strike, 52 yards from Zoltan. O.J. Washington, that led a 13-0 and quick score back. But Luke Gadsden ran four yards into the end zone to make it 13-7. Bad snap, here comes the Patriots. And boy, oh boy, a bad snap. And you saw number five, Slay Monitor, did a great baseball slide to land on it. That's going to bring up a big... Third down in the country mile and just spot the ball at their own 32-yard line. Dead center of the field for the Berkeley Stags. Definitely going to be looking for something in the air so they can bury. So we need to get our ears and eyes up and let's get this thing up and growing. And we're going to keep an eye on number 20 for your Patriots. See if they pick on him a little bit. That's the lead dashing. Two receivers left side, two right side shotgun formation. Here comes some more heat from the Patriots, and it's going to be a pitch and catch. And they're going to give it to them. It's going to be short. Short of first down at the 50-yard line. They needed the 48. So it'll be fourth down and two. Let's see what Berkeley does. I would imagine that Berkeley is here with under 10 seconds remaining. We'll take the break here at the half. Or excuse me, at the end of the first quarter. 13-7, and that will be probably... No, nope, they're going to get that one. They're not like that. That'll end the first quarter. It is 13-7. Here they are on the road, hanging out with you at Berkeley High School, home of the Stags, and they welcome in our Patriots as we have the lead, 13-7. Coming back with the second quarter. Don't go anywhere, guys. More football right out of this.
Hey, welcome back, everybody. I'm Mitch Yellman, alongside Clinton Robinson Sr. Well, he's running the sidelines in here, Southern Ford Central. We are at our game of the week. North Dorchester, the Patriots, on the road here at Berkeley. It is 13-7, starting off in the second quarter. And, boy, did they get the fourth, the jump. Boy, did they jump in style, and that's going to give them a first down, and he's set it down for the stags. They're moving now into Dorchester territory, and they put the ball at the 25-yard line of the Patriots. They're coming at you now. On the left hash mark, heading towards the scoreboard. First, 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 and you start to look at things around. A 13-7 early score by the Patriots, but a quick response after that by the Berkeley Stags has us knotted right here about 13-7. Haven't even gotten the first second off the clock still in the second quarter. Berkeley breaks the huddle. Two receivers to the right side, one to the left. He stands at the 50. Trey Miner hands it off, and boy, I tell you what, that's not a play that's worked tonight. And you start to kind of look at things. The handoff there, the number three, Lucas Gaston. If he got back to the line of scrimmage, Clinton, he was lucky, man. I got to tell you, that's a play that has a shirt well. Yeah, definitely a play that was busted on that one. Uh, just earlier, the play before, Ford got a little taste of their own medicine with that hard count from Berkeley. Giving them that first down. So now second down, loss of a couple of yards. What do they do next? Probably go to the air? I wouldn't I wouldn't guess. I wouldn't guess they wouldn't. On the 47, second and 13. Quick snap here, rolling out to the right side. Trey Miner slings the rock, but he was hit in motion. A good job by Otis Mack. The young man laid his chest into him, knocked him down. That brings up a big third down. And he'll spot the ball back at the 47 of the Patriots. Third and 13. It is a 13-7 lead for your Patriots. You're 11-16 remaining here in the second quarter. I want to welcome you guys on board tonight. We, of course, are taking uh, some time and an opportunity to bring in some fourth football here on Southern Sports Central. Also highlighting the local Stags here. They welcome in the Patriots for the final game of the regular season. He receiver, or he receiver to the right, one to the left. They just keep going face to field. And the game in and out of the hands. They're just sitting there looking for a number. I believe there's a tenant for number 11. That's a great deal. That's a great deal. Clayton, you saw the three things. A good change in the defense. They started getting a lot of pressure. Yeah, definitely getting a lot of pressure. Ford has been throwing the whole kitchen sink at these guys. That quarterback is under a lot of pressure, and it's going to be real interesting if they just keep the gas on him all night long and never let up. Yeah, the offense definitely has it definitely has to start getting clicking back to when they first started this game off. They had a good start talking to by the offensive coordinators and the line. So now we're gonna see if that talk helps them out. That will do, guys. Hopefully, you guys. Uh, I know we've got a lot of guys and uh, individuals listening tonight. Hopefully, you're enjoying tonight's broadcast. It is a 13-7 lead for your Patriots. A quick handoff. Here comes Mr. Right up the middle, and he's able to get in 
across the line of scrimmage if he got about maybe about three yards here. So that should come up about second down and seven. He'll spot the ball around the 26-yard line. They're coming at you now. They're spotted on their right hash mark. One receiver to each side. Both Osborne stands at his own point to the right side. Mr. Wright in the air to the right side. And it's quiet. It is in and out. No way. And O.J. Washington, not many times can you say he doesn't catch up to the ball. But, boy, he had him in stride there. Yeah, definitely. Second time tonight that these two couldn't connect, but I guarantee it will definitely happen. These two have been connecting all season long. The offense will start getting back to what they normally do, and I think we'll start seeing some poor football. But Berkeley, hey, they have to be they have to be consistent and they have to be persistent in order to win this. Ten thirty-five remaining here in the second quarter. Thirteen seven is the score. Two receivers left side, two right side. Shotgun formation. That don't not for stands up, but boy, he is now to the defense of Berkeley. Number ninety-two there, Jamal Small, the senior six one two fifteen. Wrapped his arms around him and showed him some love and dropped him up about the corner. What did you see on the big down there, Tony? Berkeley's uh, threw a stunt on that when they came right down the middle. Again, uh, nobody picked that man up, and of course he did his job. Went right after the quarterback, bringing up a fourth down and a long, looking about 12 yards. So uh, Fort Dorchester brings out their punt team and gets rid of the ball. Once again, their offense goes on and comes right back off. Here we go now, as you see there. Oh, a high snap, and St. Kennedy pulls it out of the sky and boots a nice one. This is going to take a nice bounce around the, looks like, close to the 48. So it does stay in uh, Fort territory. It's going to be first and 10 from the Fort 48-yard line. Here comes Ray Miner with 9.46 remaining in the second quarter. 13-7. We've been kind of uh, stalemate here since the middle part of the first quarter. And again, now look at the light of a great night for football to finish off the regular season. There's another game around at halftime. You'll check in uh, back at the studio. We'll go and we'll hear from, uh, well, Mr. Brandon Biscobing. He'll be back at the studio giving you a breakdown of all the scores around the state of South Carolina. Definitely a game we're looking at is Somerville and Duke. They're squaring up and they're not as we speak. Also, up on the grandstand, watch out because guess what else is that going on? Is a conversation on that region with Myrtle Beach and North Myrtle Beach. So I'm sure Brandon will get us up to date on what's going on there with 946 remaining here, 13 7, spot the ball in the 43, first and 10. Train Miner and the Berkeley Stags come out with three receivers to the right side, one. Lonely receiver to the left. We got to run it back to the right side, heading towards the scoreboard. Here's the snap. He's going to look to the right hand, throws it off to the running back. There's a block in the back. They're not going to kid him. How do you want to call that one? I think number two got away from one, and before he throws a smack in the back. And nevertheless, there uh, you're waiting out to see if he's able to get a couple of yards out of that one. That makes him have second and eight. Spot the ball with the right hash mark. 9.22, counting down here in the second quarter. Looking forward to being back at the fort next week. Seems like we've only been there a few. Well, we've counted three times this year out of seven games. Here's the auto break. you got three receivers to the right side, one to the left. 
Ray Miner takes a snap for Berkeley, shoots that thing across the middle and in the hands and still on his feet, number two. And you start to kind of see things there, and a great pitch and kick there to Solomon Butler, and that's going to get the change moving for Berkeley. And now all of a sudden, let's start to look. Here comes Ray Miner and the Stags as they put the ball around the, I think about the 13-yard line of the right hash mark. These guys are definitely moving the ball, Richie. Uh, Berkeley is not giving up just yet. And they're not here with two receivers each side. Trey Miner from the shotgun stands up to the 18. Quick toss back to Sid. In the hands and dropped him. Nice job there. Trying to get some number there for your Patriots on that tackle. I believe that was Rashad Springs, the junior. He doesn't back. Young man does a great job covering that corner, kind of locking it down, if you will. It was completed to number 10, Marion Mitchell, the junior 5-team, while the school for Berkeley. That now makes it second and third team. Bob on the 16 on the right hash mark. They spot it. it. Looks like they're going to go with one receiver to the right side, three of them hanging out to the left side. Number 10 feeling it for Berkeley. He's got a few moves before he gets to the line of scrimmage. Trey Miner, the quarterback for Berkeley, stands there at the 21. One second, he got it off, rolls it, tosses it, it's a fumble on the ground, scoop it up, and we got it just like that. It is going to be a great job there by your little four pass, and never mind. Little shuffle pass. Looks like we came up with one on that one. Boy, oh boy. Third and 13. That's kind of look at things there. We got by Jane Gordon. He made his body get away. That was the third and 13. Spot the ball at 16. The right hash. Two, three receivers to the left. One to the right. Trey Miner, the quarterback. Four. Stag stands at his own 21. Swing the rock across the top. It's headed to 10 and in. And in. Wow. Over the shoulder. It looks like I'm trying to see the number there in the right corner. And somehow, some way, they got it over the Sean Springs. And that's the unusual conversation there, Clinton. Yeah, they went right back to the corner again to that same wide receiver they tried last time. This time, they just so happened to connect. Look at that, just like that, that's a black field over there, so now they're all lining up at 13. But a great pitch and catch there, and i got to tell you something. One thing about this quarterback, I've watched him for many years in the travel ball baseball league. This kid can throw a baseball as good as anybody on the mound, and he's showing tonight. If we don't give him that respect that he can swing a football, he's going to make a face for it. And he threw that one about 20 yards in the back side of the end zone. Great pitch and catch there. And again, the guy that wasn't part of the conversation last week that Somerville did have to count for was Marion Mitchell. He is out here tonight, and he's already played some pretty good uh, dividends for him being out there tonight there, Tony. What's interesting is, what's interesting is right now the sidelines over here have gotten really quiet. hate to deflect on you, Richie, but – the sidelines have gotten quiet back down on Fort Dorchester. Uh, the kickoff again. Berkeley's getting ready to kick off. We'll see what Fort has to do, but they need to get Pep back up. 
There goes a tough one there. How about that one? It looks like they're going to get that one. And all of a sudden, you throw it to the young man that's got some great hands and a great opportunity there by uh, number 17, Demetri McKelvey. If he's able to uh, put his hands in there, get the ball, and they drag him down about the 36-yard line. Set you up here, 731 here in the second quarter. It's all tied up at 13. A great pitch and catch to trade miners from our from trade miners from Mary Mitchell. That, of course, uh, has a tie with 7.31 in the second quarter. Spot the ball at the 36. First and 10. Here comes Dalton Osborne in that offense. It's the hottest offense in the state. They're leading statistically. That's something that I can tell you, Coach Brent. The Brad has uh, definitely worked hard at here. Wilson's being blown here, and all of a sudden, here comes Coach Brad and a bunch of our coaches on the other side there, Clinton. Yeah, I, I believe right then and there that uh, the play clock was running down, and I don't think the quarterback Zoltan Osborne was actually paying attention, trying to get those plays in there and trying to get it created. And uh, you let the quarterback get out there and see what he sees if he needs to change it. But on that one, he wasn't paying attention to the play clock. It was running down. Patriots had to turn around and burn a timeout. That's all there. The 731, you burn a timeout now. Of course, uh, that will now leave uh, our Patriots with one timeout remaining here in the second quarter. Still two timeouts for the Vulcan side. Set up the ball here on the 36. First and 10, two receivers to the left, three to the right. Osborne looks all the way to the left and in the hands of Jalen Betts will step out of bounds and not before he gets the first down. Great job there by Jalen coming back to the ball on the coverage. In fact, the most things here. And again, you watched how he made him come back to the ball, and that is, of course, Jalen Bett. Three receivers right side, two left side. Don't dodge one all alone at the shotgun in his own 40. Steps up. He's got some heat. Great job on the block. Throwing it in the hands, and he got to him quick. So we got to pull that one in. Again, that was intended to Dimitri McKelvey. In and out of the hands, and now bring up a big second down and 10. He'll put the ball back at the line of scrimmage around the 47 on the left hash mark as we head towards the schoolhouse here in Berkeley. Big 5 matchup playing as you start to kind of see, again, need that little trickle to come back as we had in the first quarter. Yeah, Berkeley Berkeley has come back to life, and unfortunately, they take just a little bit out of Fort Dorchester. Let's see what comes up next with 708 left. We go now to the right side, and they go right there to 14. And I got to tell you, they're going to play this game often, and they will probably a little bit more now. As maybe on Jordan or the junior wide receiver, 6181, gets the ball moved. And as we now get into both leagues here, they spot the ball around the 45 yard line, and a third down and two. Two receivers right side, two receivers left side. Shotgun at the 50. Golden Eyes, boy, he got him. Oh, he got him big time. As the guy jumped in there on his foot. Yes, sir. Great job here, Golden Osborne. Able to utilize that cadence call. It's become quite the weapon. Although that will give a, another set of downs for your Patriots. 639, tied up at 13. We expected a battle tonight. Let's see what we get here for the remainder of the show. Don't forget at halftime, we'll head back to the studios. Brandon Bing goes to the scoreboard. We'll get you up to date on all the action around the state. Two receivers left, two right, shotgun formation, stands up to 44 of Berkeley. Fling the rock across the middle, he got him. Good completion, great catch, and Jessica stepped out of one. And you 
start to look at there. And now we got a late flag here, but again, here's the thing, guys. They never see the first one. They always see the second one. And that's going to be an interesting conversation there, Clinton, as you kind of see these things from time to time. It'll be a personal foul, it looks like, on the Patriots. Yeah, a little. Yeah, that's exactly what it is, Richie. A little extra stuff at the end of that play. Uh, Jalen Best just unfortunately he made a great catch, made a great play, but it cost you a few yards when you get that little excessive play at the end. Yes, sir. That's still first and ten. Put the ball on the thirty. Now pass to Adam Cruz to Seahawks. Receivers live here back to. Mr. Joyner, he's across the 25 and to the 20. He's still on his feet. That's how you get it back, ladies and gentlemen. Great job there. We've got to get some things we do here. And here's the conversation that every coach on both sidelines needs to have right now. If you are ejected, you will not play in the beginning of next week. This is right now a game that can cost you a lot more in the bigger picture. 609, 13-13. First and 10 at the 13. Got the ball in the middle of the field. And again, whether you're pulling for your Patriots or you're hanging out with us from the Stags, you want both of these guys to keep their cool tonight because there's a bigger picture next week. Two receivers left, two right side shotgun. Hand it to Mr. Right up the middle. The young man's dragging one, two, and he's going to run into another one. Great job there by Dwayne Wright getting all the way almost back to uh, kind of like a four-yard line. We'll be short about two yards. So, let's go for that marker there. Second down and two on the four. Two receivers to the left, to the right. Hey, quick keep, and in the end zone he goes. Touchdown, Mr. Wright. And like that, we like that ball. He gets four yards in the end zone, six on the board. And then it's 23, Dwayne Wright. We've seen that play before. We'll talk about it another day. We don't want to give any insights to those who we may see down the road. Great call there by uh, Coach Brent LaFrant, our offensive coordinator. Looks like they're going to go for two here after we struggle to get a few extra points on. Three receivers to the left, two to the right. Shotgun formation. Osborne stands up to 10. Left side is his running back, man in motion. Right to left, roll out to the left. Swing the rock, got him in the end zone, and then it's Keith Deathashore. And like that, it puts 21 on the board. And that, my friends, is a big, big time make up from a couple of losses earlier in the first quarter. Yeah, Richie, these guys are totally, they start connecting again. Mr. Do Right, Mr. Dwayne Wright, excuse me. <laughs> gets in there and punches it in. I don't see Fort Dorchester not going to him and pushing that ball down the field when they run into trouble. Between him and Deshashore, they should definitely be able to move that ball down the field. Jamie Smith, another target. Yeah, Jalen Beth, a great target indeed there. He's a young man who, again, you start to kind of see. That's the thing I tell everybody. When we talk about our Patriots, you know, yes, we do have a big-time running back side there in Dwayne Wright, but he opens it up for that passing game of, of course, Zoltan Osborne, who does an incredible job of checking the few. Check that five is a few great wide receivers, and then all of a sudden you start to see 
Another name that you're going to start hearing is Davion Jr., a junior who uh, hasn't played as much, but I think we're starting to see his name on these sheets and definitely on the air going forward. And here comes the Patriots with a 21-13 lead. 5-19 remaining here in the second quarter. Halftime coming up with a huge, huge update around the great state of South Carolina. We'll go back to the studio. Here's the kick, Chase Kennedy kicking it up in the air. All the way to the corner, out of the hands of the young man. Here comes the Patriots. That almost got ugly as he dropped it. Maybe he looked up before he saw the ball coming into his hands, and that's going to spot the ball on their own. It looks like 19-yard line, so that should be on the 19 on the left hash mark. You'll see the ball now going to be heading towards the scoreboard. Again, it is a 21-13 lead for the Patriots. Pretty good response there, kind of – yeah, a little bit of stutter stall there, if you will, in the latter part of the first quarter and then from the early part of the second quarter. But a great response there by utilizing the guys on the roster. Here we go now. We've got to figure out the answer to this passing game that, of course, you're seeing Trey Miner having here tonight. Two receivers, one receiver to the left side, three to the right. Trey Miner going to stand at his own 14. He's going to throw it across the middle, and he's quickly hit. Looking for the number, I think, number 25. A great job there by Cameron Jones. Stevenson back on the tackle there for your Patriots. Good job there by not giving them too much, Clinton. Deadly tight defense on that play by number 25. Uh, we're going to see what uh, Berkeley has now. Again, here they go with the hard count. And definitely trying to get these guys to jump. You don't want to be too anxious on defense. Offenses came off. They did their thing. They moved the ball down the field. Defense, just stay in your rhythm. You've been doing a great job so far. You made a couple of mistakes, but, hey, we can forgive those. Go on back to what you were doing in the beginning. Keep that intensity and just play smart football. No doubt, indeed. I, of course, uh, want to welcome you guys here on the road. Fort Chester Patriots. We'll be back on Fort Morton Sports TV next week. Here's the snap. It's two receivers left side to the right side. Trey Miner steps up. Slings it and almost, I mean, if he had had another step on it, it was attended there to number 10 for the Berkeley Stags. Man, admission to number 20 on the coverage with Khalid Gaston. Gaston steps up a little bit quicker. He might have had a beat on it, but I'm not sure. Again, that might have been more of it just to not get hit than it was uh, to complete it there with 425. It stops the clock. 21-13 is the score here as we are at Bonner Stadium all the way up here at Moody Field. Big uh, crowd here tonight for those at Berkeley. Great crowd across the way for our Patriots. Two receivers left side, two right side. Going out to the right side. Flames are rocking in and out. No way near. Again, it's a short intended for number 10. They had Mitchell on the covers there with Jalen Levine. Got to bring up a big third down. Let's see what they can do with 421. Your Patriots leading at 21-13. We will kick it off in the uh, second half in the third quarter, but right before he gets it off, we'll see our defense get to him. Two receivers left side, two the right, the ball at the 30, first, third and 10, excuse me. Running back to his right side. Quarterback for the Stags looking to the sideline for the play. They're going to call a timeout. All right, Clinton, 421. What do you think the defense does here? Defense definitely has to play it safe. Uh, a couple of times they came down, stags came down, 
and they got the first down almost with ease by throwing the ball. So right now you have to kind of play it safe. Uh, we don't know what type of coverage they're going to run, but if I'm the defensive coordinator, I'm definitely looking at number two or number ten to get that ball. So I'd kind of be sticking a little bit tighter than them. Don't let them get off the line, chop them up, and play it safe. And also, do not jump off sides. That hard count is coming. Yeah, no doubt about it here. We got some good teams in the background. Glad to have you with us. I'm Rich Yellen, alongside Quentin Robinson Senior. Always fun to call some Friday night football here on Southern Sports Station. We want to thank uh, all of those who allowed us to do this tonight. Of course, uh, our head coach here on the other side, Coach David Pratt, also our athletic director. Of course, you also have uh, Coach Robinson. He's the uh, head coach here at Franklin and uh, the principal, Coach Steele. And, of course, the athletic director, who she also allowed us to get nice and comfortable. Appreciate the hospitality as they break the huddle. Now, 421, south of down the 30, 30, 10. You can see the city lights on, one to the left. We're back. Got some heat coming. Here comes the toss, and it's wide open. Once again, is number two. He was trying to figure out how this young man is wide open. And, again, Mr. Butler had not one jersey around him within about five feet. And like that, they get the first down across the 50. They needed 10, and they got about 30. Yeah, Richie, like I said, two guys you had to definitely watch out for with some sticky hands out there. I don't know how you can miss them. He's got those bright orange gloves on, so I know the quarterback sees them. Here we go now with 404 counting down, 21-13, the lead for your Patriots. Spot the ball in the right ash mark there in Patriot territory. Back up the middle, and it hadn't worked all night. It ain't working tonight as they pay the price. And they hand it off to number three, Lucas Jadson on the carry. If he got back to the line of scrimmage, I don't think he did. Got to be a loss of one on the carry as they are now moving from the 46 to the 47. That'll make it now second and 11 at the 47-yard line. Great job by the front line. It's that secondary you got to figure out. We just got to keep the beat on number two, Solomon Butler. We knew coming in that this kid is the real boy. He's a senior, five ten, he's been around here forever. He's like he's been playing varsity football since the seventh grade year. He was to his left, he was the right shotgun as they're taking him to his own territory. Here's a fumble on the ball, two shot, and he's going to say that's a pass. Yes, sir. Maybe because he came in front, not sure. Incomplete pass there because it went full kind of second pass. So that'll now bring up a big time third down. Clinton is going to spot the ball back at the 47 yard line. That'll bring up third and 11 again. They've been here before. Let's see where they go. I'm going to say keep your eyes on number two as he's on the right side with two receivers. Two to the left, right down formation. Trey Miner stands at his own 40. Seven-yard line, the running back to his left side. Defense looks like they want to fill their ears back and bring it across the middle, and he's not open again. Number two, popping a little bit of that miss, and he's going in the end zone. But, man, oh, man, I'm not sure where the breakdown is there, Clinton, but I tell you what, he got behind Jalen Levine, and Levine, and the breakdown between, I'm not sure again, what do you see on that side between Allen and Will, number two, well, on that one right there, it was just good old-fashioned look-off. Quarterback was actually looking to the left, where there was also another slant happening. And then he went right back to the right, and Solomon Butler was unnoticed. 
got the ball, and went right down for the touchdown. There we go, ladies and gentlemen. They blew the whistles there. They were going for the extra point. Coaches to Berkeley not liking what's going on here. As now it's three or six remaining. It's 21-19. I want to thank you for the opportunity to broadcast tonight's game. This is our final game of the regular season for the Patriots, as well as the new field of Berkeley tag team tonight. I'm Rich Yellman, alongside Clint Lama for seniors. We'll be back on the TV screen next week as we welcome in River Bluffs to the fourth. Here's the snap, the kick, and it's blocked again. Look at that. Once again, instead of it going to be 21-19, Clinton is down to stay. Excuse me, 21-20. It's going to stay 21-19 with 3.05 remaining here in the second quarter. Big time play there for your Patriots and the special team seems like we're able to kind of figure some things out here. It's that secondary for some reason, some way, we're not able to kind of get in there and uh, get our hands on the ball. But we'll figure this one out here if you come. Our special team. And again, you start to kind of put things in perspective. A 21-19 lead for your Patriots. You've got about three minutes to put something on the board because coming out of the half, it will go to Berkeley. Back to the turn this one, Jalen Death. Keith Death is sure. will stand at their own 19. Check that. It's a 15-yard line. Battle here in 5A football. Short kick. Get on it. And it's still on the ground. That's a live ball. And thank goodness for number 22, who was able to fall on it. It's a McElveen. Justin McElveen got on it there. I tell you what, that could have been a mess there, Clinton. Yeah, that, yeah, that definitely wasn't going to be any good, Richie. I tell you, special teams, Fort Dorchester has had a slight issue with that this season, um, whether it be receiving or kickoff. Right there, I don't know why the gentleman backed up a little bit, but hopefully the offense will come and they'll uh, push this ball down the field with three minutes left. All right, guys, let's give a recap of that play that just happened. They spotted the ball on the 40-yard line of her own. They had a couple of receivers on each side. They pressured by the defense. Got Osborne kind of throwing at the feet to keep Destin sure. That way we didn't get an attempt from the ground, but it'll be second and 10. They'll redo it at the 40, 3 or 2 remaining. It is a 21-19 ball game here. We'll stop the ball on the left hash mark. Two receivers left side, two right side. At his own 35 with Mr. Dwayne right to the right side of him. He's looking it up on the line there. Doesn't like what he sees. He takes the snap up in the air. We're going to go step up in the pocket. Here he comes from Pete. He's going to take off and run. He takes a baseball slide around. It looks like the 43-yard line, and that's going to bring up a big third down. Now we'll have to see what we can get here, but we're seeing the pressure from that defense from Berkeley. Yeah, that that pressure is definitely coming in. Uh, if I'm for Dorchester, I'm almost going back to my bread and butter. Give it to Mr. Wright, let him move the ball a little bit, and uh, let Berkeley come on and play in, and then you go back to the air. And seven on the 42. Slinging the rock to the left side. It's 14. No serve. Out of bounds. It was not a uh, catchable ball. 
And I gotta tell you something, it's an interesting conversation here as a twenty one nineteen two eighteen remaining in the second quarter. We'll see of course Mr. Chase Kennedy come out and stand on his own twenty nine. Plenty of time for Berkeley and the Stags to do something here as they'll receive it at their own thirty five. Back to catch this one to be number twenty three. Yasan Washington, eleven is that junior five six one fifty five? It's a great kick. I mean, a great kick, and it takes a great fourth bounce to the fourteen yard line, and that will now make it a great opportunity for our defense to kind of do what they need to do. We got to figure out some answers though in the secondary, Clinton. As you start to see around, and for me, you know, I'm looking for Jaden and Martin to kind of step up here. They're picking on that board a little bit, or do we need to see Khalid Gaston kind of? Maybe kind of get back in that mindset that we saw him over West Ashley. I think they all need to get on it uh, in that secondary, to be honest with you, Richie. Berkeley just came off of moving the ball down the field as they wanted to. In order for Fort Dorchester to step up, keep that pressure on that quarterback, continue the blitzes, and the secondary, stick to your man. No doubt about it. Continue then here. A three wide receiver to the right side. Spot the ball in 13, 13, 10. The heading towards the scoreboard. Mason has the ball. Back snap. And up at the middle. I believe it's, it's a ground. But no, they got it back on it there. Again, he's been giving the ball back up to the running back. And he's asking not much to get there. Second down. If he got back to the line, I don't think he did. So that should come up second and 12. So about second and 12 is you'll now. Uh, in the clock, under two minutes. It's a 21-19 lead for your Patriots. Spot the ball on the left hash mark. Three receivers to the right side. One lone receiver over to the left side. Mercy with the ball. Trey Miner, the quarterback team, and his own five. Running back to his left side. They're going to get it to the running back. He's coming this side, and he's going to go to the right side, and he's got a lot of heat. Here comes the All the way to the 30. He's got the 40, the 50. He's got the and he ran that thing out of the backfield and all the way into the end zone. Like that, they take the lead for the first time tonight. 25-21, Berkeley with the lead with about minute 16 left there. Boy, no, that adrenaline pushed him all the way through, all 95 yards. Fort Dorchester thought they had him in a bad position. Just a little bit too much time for Berkeley Stag to come up with a plan to move that ball down the field. And on that one, it didn't take him long at all. We had a quick timeout here, I believe, for some reason. Berkeley's going to call a timeout. That will make it now. No timeout for Berkeley. 116. Don't forget, coming up at halftime, we go back to the studio. We're talking with our man, Brandon Bisco Bay. We're going to check in with the Sports Unlimited School Board around the great state of South Carolina. Who's winning? Who's losing? He's got the uh, opportunity to play for region because there is that conversation of the upstate and uh, 5A football. Up on the Golden Strand and 4A, there's a conversation. It's one of the game of the week around the state. It's Myrtle Beach and North Myrtle Beach. And uh, you've got to kind of put things in perspective with a 
21 lead for the Berkeley Stags here tonight. Good night here for football. Not what we thought we'd see coming in here in the latter part of the second quarter. As we're coming to you live from Bonner Stadium, Moody Field, home of the Berkeley Stags. And here comes the special team for the Stags. Trey Ryan, excuse me, Trey Miner is going to come out here. Looks like they're going to go for two here. And we'll see what we got here and see if uh, your Patriots, if they do some substitutions here with 116 remaining. 21-25, flag on the play. Let's see what the call is here. Right hat there, pretty much that. And that's going to be on Berkeley. That's a delay of game. And they'll move that one back. Does that change the mindset? I guess not. Again, it's the difference between 26-21 and 27-21, which gets a little bit more of a separation with 116. Again, this game, realistically, in the big picture of things, has the effect of it being a distance between an undefeated season for your Patriots and a big win to finish the season for the Stags. And some bragging rights around the low country. Here comes the quarterback. He swings it in the air. Touchdown. In there he goes. He came out the hands of one and into the hands of two, I believe. A very common name. And again, looking at the numbers there, I believe. I'm not sure. I believe that's number eight on the catch there. We're looking for some laundry on the field. Clinton there. The breakdown. What is your thoughts? Well, right there was a good old-fashioned tip drill by uh, Otis Mack, and it did land inside there. But there is a penalty on the play, on the play, I believe. There is a penalty on the field, and so is Coach Randy Robinson for Berkeley. He's got a couple of their players out there. They'll probably try to pull some of those guys out. We'll see how that goes on. And with one swell, they're going to redo it again. Here we go. Now we see... Some conversations between the referees and the two of the players from Berkeley. And instead of going for two, they're going to bring out number 85, the kicker. Roy Brown comes out here in 6'1", 155. Here's a kick. It's up, and it's no good. So it was two extra in the end zone. We'll now go down to a missed extra point. 21-25. Boy, I tell you what, this is what you're talking about on Friday night to finish the regular season. Next week, the fourth, well, they'll be hosting River Bluff in round one, and the Berkeley Stags will take a trip over the supper and see the game cut. Winner of those two will see each other. That's while this game has a little bit more interest in it than some of the other games around the low country, of course, Somerville right now playing Goose Creek. You'll find that scoreboard update at the half. We'll go back to the Southern Four Central Studios and check in with Brandon Bisco Big and give you all the breakdowns and all the rounds of uh, the action around the state of South Carolina. Of course, everybody's trying to see what's going on in the beach here. And the 4A football is uh, looking to crown a region champion up there. He's popped the ball on the 40 in the middle of the field. Back deep to get it. Jalen Best stands at the 20. And you see there on the other side of Keith Jesse Short. They tried to put some more time on the clock here. It looks like it's supposed to be one fifteen. 
21-25 is the score. Berkeley with a great response there. They were pinned back in their own 15, but, boy, that running back ran it from the 10 and into the end zone. And Luke Gadsden finally finds a gap and made him pay for it. Trying to get things in position. Not sure what's taking us so long here to finish it. The clock now moves to 116. Now we're ready to go here. Blow that whistle and kick that ball. Toe meets leather. And let's see if this one gets back in the end zone. Let's get it back there. Great kick, and they stall out at the two. Jesse Shore center steps. He's hit there. And all of a sudden, finally, at the five, they're going to mark it at the six. And a great job there by Berkeley. R.J. Miller is the first young man for the Sags to put his helmet on Jesse Shore. And they land him around the 11th. Got to stop the ball with 109. They'll move the ball at the 12, so they move it up a yard. So on the left hash mark, the Patriots are going to come out here heading towards the scoreboard. Do you play it safer? Do you try to get something out of this going into the half? The two receivers left side, two right side, the stands on the two-yard line. They run it back to the right side, and it up the middle. And I guess they're going to let this one kind of run down a little bit. He goes across the 11. There. And now that will bring up a second down and a few. Again, second and four. Under a minute we go. Coming up at halftime, we'll uh, check in with Brandon Bisco being Don't go anywhere. We'll check in with our head coach, Steve McCrad, at the half. You see Washington get the cross, a quick pass to the left side. And now all of a sudden, he's going to get the first down. Marcus Moon, but as soon as they spot the ball, they shouldn't get the clock going as we're at 27 seconds remaining. First and 10 on the 23, left hash mark. Two receivers right side, two left side. All four stands with the shotgun in his own 17. A man jumps, but they didn't get it in time. He moves back in position, but they run it back now. Mr. Wright to his right side. Had a couple of movements here. There's a snap there. Step up in the pocket. He's got the pressure. He's got Jesse Shore in stride. Got him. And he's at the 15. Setter steps into the 5 4 3 2 1. And the touchdown, Chief Jesse Shore. How about it? Not only is it a great catch, it's a great job by Joel Nonsborn. He had trouble all around him, but he stood up in the pocket like a man and swung the rock down the field to the man he knew to catch it in stride. And Chief Jesse Shore from the 23 of his own. Went into the end zone, and like that, we get the lead, 27-25, and you wonder, do we go for two or hit that one? And I believe Chase Kennedy will come out to take the extra point. I'll tell you what. This is exactly what we're thinking about. Nope. Kennedy comes off the field, and we're going for two. 34 seconds remaining here in the second quarter. One receiver to the left, one to the right. Osborne now stands with the shotgun. They're going to bring in. McKelvey is a tight end. Here's the snap, the handoff. Nope, is a flicker. Here it comes. Oh, and, and I believe intercepted. Let's see. Let's oh, take that. How about the extra two? Count it. You got to want it more than the other guy, and it looks. Did that look a little bit like a special? I think it did. To the right side, they went in the hand. Man, oh, man. 29-25 is the score, Clinton. We've seen it a few times, but that one was executed in good-time fashion. If you want to give Bacon some credit, they took the ball. And he is actually the receiver, but he brought the ball back. 
Yeah, he definitely did. Someone please call 911 because that man just got robbed. Thought he had the interception, played it off. The receiver reached over his shoulder, grabbed it, snapped it right back, and took possession. There go your two points. Ford Dorchester is now up 29 to 25. Right up in 26 seconds. Clint Robinson with a run over to our head coach. That is Chris Coach LaPlay. And we'll find out his thoughts on the first two quarters of football, and then we'll head to the studio, and that will be with Brandon Disco Ben. To get the update in the scoreboard from around the great state of South Carolina. I'll join you back right before the kickoff of the third quarter. 29-25, remaining here in the Second quarter, Chase Kennedy ready to kick it from the 40. He boots the nice one. Fair catch, and he drops it to 21. Now let's see what's in the back. Coach Robinson and the boys from Berkeley as they'll now come out with, uh, again, a very quick response the last time as they gave the ball to Lou Ganson. Do you think there's any more of that going on in the backfield? Because now we've seen them run the ball. We've seen them run the ball. Your thoughts turn out a little uh, it's going to be real interesting. If I was Berkeley, I might just go ahead and play it safe. You make a mistake, you give it Fort Dorchester, Fort Dorchester excuse me, too much time. Right here, you play it safe. It's still a close game. Lay low. Yes, sir. Lee. How about this update on the Myrtle Beach side of things? We'll give that to you in just a little bit. As it looks like they're going to just go ahead and kneel it down for the final few seconds. North Myrtle Beach, by the way, with the lead 14 to 3 over the Seahawks. That's a big one on the Grand Strand. And just like that, we hit the halftime mark. Let's go down in just a few seconds. Waiting for the hand for Quentin Robinson Sr. As we'll find out from our head coach, Steve McCrad, on his thoughts on the first two quarters of action. So we'll wait just a little bit there and try to get a few things kind of figured out, some conversations that are had. So what we'll do is we'll have to get back in. And so just like that, ladies and gentlemen, to the studio we go. You're listening to Ford Football right here on Southern Sport Central. When we come back, we'll go to the studio. It is a 29-25 lead for the Patriots into the half, guys. Coming back, halftime report, back in the studio.
thanks, Richie, and welcome to the Sports Unlimited halftime show here as Fort Dorchester has a lead over Berkeley right now, and we'll go through a few other scores uh, around the state. Uh, like Richie mentioned, North Myrtle Beach beating Myrtle Beach 14-3 to right now, uh, right after the half, and that's a that is a big, big matchup uh, that will determine who wins Region 6-4A. And if you guys didn't get a chance to listen to the, the show this morning, I was talking to Ian Guerin from Maori News, and that game could very well, they could very well rematch in the lower state finals. So a big matchup, not only in Region 6, but in the state as a whole, North Myrtle Beach ranked Number two, uh, it, uh, yeah, North Myrtle Beach ranked two in in the in the state, with Myrtle Beach ranked three. So both of these teams, very strong teams in the state, not just in the region but in the state as a whole. Uh, going through a, a few other scores, Goose Creek is currently up seven three on Somerville. Uh, they are playing some good. Uh, some good football over there at Goose Creek. They've got a big matchup next weekend. They already know who they're facing off against. They'll be facing off against the Panthers of Carolina Forest. My Carolina Forest Panthers, the team I call. So that'll be a good game next week in the first round of the uh, playoffs. Also in 5A, you got Camden and Burns. Camden up 10-7 on Burns at halftime. So that's a big, uh, that's a big game right there. Camden winning that one over Burns currently. Going down, or excuse me, one other uh, 5A game, the the biggest 5A game in the state right now, T.L. Hannah and Hillcrest, those two facing off for the region title over in Region 1 5A. T.L. Hannah currently up 17-10 over Hillcrest. And that is at the half now. So that's a big one. Going down to 4A. Currently, Westwood and Irmo, 15-14. to 14. Irmo went for a two-point conversion and made it. And they are up by one at the half over Westwood. That's a, that's a big... Uh, that's a big game right there. Whoever wins that matchup will make it into the playoffs while the loser will be out. So a big matchup right there. And looks like looks like the coaches for both teams, especially for Irmo, are understand the importance of that game and as a result realize that they need to uh they need to really get things going, and they re- they need to be firing on all cylinders and doing some trick plays, doing things that they may not normally do in a regular game in order to get this win tonight. Like I mentioned, North Myrtle Beach up fourteen to three on uh, on Myrtle Beach, and. North Myrtle Beach is driving right now. Cam Ward just had an 82-yard, uh, or excuse me, uh, that is uh, Myrtle Beach, excuse me, Cam Ward, 
an 82-yard run to get into North Myrtle Beach territory, and that's a big one. And they look to be driving even more. Newberry going down to 2A. Newberry and Batesburg-Leesville at halftime, 28-7. to uh, Newberry leading there. Going back up to 4A, or excuse me, going to 2A, or 3A, excuse me. Woodruff beating Chesney 21-14 at the half. Wren is beating Powdersville uh, 28-7. I believe that is at halftime as well right now. Going down to 2A, St. Joseph's facing uh, facing off against Christchurch. St. Joseph's leading 21-7 in that one currently. Like I mentioned, Newberry being Batesburg-Leesville 28-7 at the half. And down in 1A, Southside Christian looking to finish off uh, their season strong and get into the playoffs. That Region 1, 1A still up in the air. A lot of issues down there, or up there, up in the upstate. But with a win, they will solidify their spot in the playoffs. And they they are definitely looking like they will do that out to a commanding 38-0 lead. At the half. Like in this game currently, 25 21, or excuse me, Fort Dorchester scored right at the end. So they are up 28 25 right at the half. Malden leading right now 42 6 at the half, and just a lot of great games uh, out right now. A big note uh, for the Myrtle Beach, North Myrtle Beach game, Ryan Berger not playing currently. He's out with an injury currently. Jake Doty, brother of Luke, younger brother of Luke Doty, in the game for Myrtle Beach. So that's an interesting little uh, turn of events there. North Myrtle Beach up 14-6. to six. On Myrtle Beach, and you know that's that's a pretty surprising one. That's one that you know, especially going into the regular season, going into the season, everyone thought Myrtle Beach is the cream of the crop. They are the team to beat in 4A, but North Myrtle Beach doing a great job of uh, of playing some good football and being competitive in that game. As Richie's going to come back on and. Finish up halftime with me and talk some uh, talk about some Fort Dorchester football and get you guys ready for the second half. Hey, Richie, how's it going? Hey, man, appreciate it, man. Yeah, we're down here, of course, uh, hanging out with you at uh, you know Bonner Field, you know, big time uh, doing what? Excuse me, Bonner Stadium. It's actually Moody Field here, a, a signature you know place for Friday Night Lights. Uh, Berkeley, you know, again has done. A great job. I mean, really, I, I, I got to tell you, going against that secondary of a defense over at Fort Dorchester, you know, kind of keeping that secondary on their heels. And they're picking on, to be honest with you, Jalen Levine over there. And it's all Solomon Butler who's able to find a way to get on and get in and do what he needs to do to get open. And then, of course, that opened the opportunity for Berkeley and the Stags to, to get the ball in the hands of a running back, Luke 
Gatson, the young man who's not had anything going up the middle, nothing on that left side. They found the hole over on the right side, and it took it all the way down the yard. He went, of course, I think it was about, uh, shoot, it, it felt like about a 95-yard run into the end zone. But to me, the storyline tonight right now is a defense that has done an incredible job with Fort. You know, you're seeing this secondary being tested a little bit. It's going to happen. I guess, you know, again, this is why we're playing this game because while it, it counts for everybody because if you're playing the game, you count the game. But for me, playoff implications not really there. You know, there's some other conversations I know that are being had right now as you're, you're wondering, of course, the field goal has missed a couple, not just one kicker, but two kickers have missed it. But we've benefited out of some special teams doing special things, and the two-point conversion has been, you know, a positive point. You know, the one thing that I have to say, you know, is, is that you see to me is that you look right there at Zoltan Osborne. The, the, the quarterback comes in, he's a sophomore, 6'2", 187, and he stepped in that last touchdown that he was able to get to, of course, uh, keep that short, was uh, him stepping up in the pocket. He, he did everything he needed to do to look like that veteran quarterback but he's going to have to look like throughout the playoffs. And to me, that's a, a huge opportunity for uh, our Patriots here tonight to kind of build on that as we've got about 325 remaining, 29-25. Uh, I'm not sure if I heard earlier, but I believe Somerville is trailing over at Goose Creek 14-3. Yeah, I actually, have, I actually have an update on that because uh, – Somerville scored a touchdown, missed the point after. Goose Creek also scored a touchdown since that for that last update. Goose Creek is up fourteen to nine with six thirty two left to go in the second quarter. So fourteen to nine is the score over at the creek. It is uh, Goose Creek still in the second quarter. They hold the lead. If you'll do me a favor and kind of keep me in the loop of that one with a text throughout tonight's broadcast, uh Brandon, uh, this morning, you know, you had a great show. You heard it right here on Southern Sports Central with Sports Unlimited. And for me, you know, a lot of good topics tonight. And it was, do you play or don't you play? Why could you, should you, or would you play in this game? Because you look at the the realistic part of this is that what are you going to gain? Well, for me, I think you keep the engines roaring. You keep the competition going on. You're not sitting home. You're not watching other games tonight. Now you're getting that competition, you know, in, of course, uh, on the field. But when you see some of the teams, like we're talking about Goose Creek, by the way, they'll be seeing Brandon Visco-Bain and Carolina Forest. The Panthers, of course, Brandon is the voice of uh, those guys who uh, Carolina Forest won last night against Wilson. So they end the season with the dub, and that's always a good note to win on the regular season. Now, for Somerville, they'll be heading up into Columbia to play Dutch Forest. What do you got? Any updates over there? Have you heard anything on the team that, uh, of course, the Ford's going to be playing next week? And uh, we all know that's going to be a team out of River Bluff. What do they look like so far? Uh, let me look. I haven't seen any updates on River Bluff. Let me see if they're even playing. Because I know there are a lot of uh, 5A schools that are not playing this week. And River Bluff maybe one. No, they are playing against Lexington uh, tonight. Okay. Haven't seen any updates yet on that one. However, um, I do have an update for uh, down in 3A. Uh, Woodruff is being Chesney 28-20. Wow. 
Well, you see that upset there could be is that would that be considered I guess an upset there, Brandon? Well, Brandon, let's do this. Let's uh, let's go ahead and uh, we'll take a break. We come back. We'll get back to the action here tonight. Uh, I do want to thank you, Brandon, for doing a great job. Uh, not sure if you can hear us here on the broadcast. I'm not sure if we've got the connection. There, you hear me there, Brandon? All right, so let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll uh, we'll have some more football. You're listening to the Fort Dorchester Patriots here in the final game of the regular season here tonight. They're on the road over here at Moody Field and, of course, Bonner Stadium, home of the Berkeley Stags, who came in tonight looking for a win at 4-2, and 3-1. and one. They finished in their region. The Patriots finish right now 6-0. and oh. They're 4-0 and oh in their region. We'll be right back with more football right here. What's up, it's Sports Central. Back everybody, I'm Rich Evans alongside Well Clinton Robinson Senior. What are they, Brandon Bisco Dean? Back at the studio, did a great job giving us the updates on around the state of South Carolina. Some updates, some upsets possibly in the making. I do want to thank uh, Brandon Bisco Dean who joined us there, did a great job. I mean, a great job filling us in with all the ins and outs. You can find him right here on the broadcast on Friday morning. That, of course, is a Seven, the 10 o'clock show. Now, don't forget, tomorrow we are back at it with the youth football. That's right, the South Carolina Youth Football Association playoffs start tomorrow. You can find me over at uh, Ashley Ridge, where we'll have a lot of teams doing a lot of battle. But our game of the week will be Woodland and Somerville, the 12 you guys. We'll kick it off at 5 o'clock tomorrow night. So we'll wait and see what we can get there in that action. Let me head down to the sideline. Clinton, you will be a Danny Jones star, correct? <laughs> I mean, I, I, I mean we, we couldn't control the receivers. I mean, we got right. to stop it. Right. 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 Again, guys, we do apologize. Hopefully you can hear the broadcast as well. Uh, you know, we're put in the box, and that's okay. It's a good spot, but they are loud and ready to roll here at Berkeley. What I think, again, Coach Steele is the principal here from getting us a spot in the corner. And uh, we'll look now to bring you the final two quarters of the regular season here in 2020. Don't forget, next week, back home we go, and we will break back out the TV cameras. 
14B, myself, Eddie Tilly, Clint Robinson Sr., and Miss Keisha. We will all four be back at it as uh, we will welcome in River Bluff. Didn't get an update on that score, but hopefully we'll do that in just a few. Let me go back down to the sidelines, Clint, and man, what kind of attitude we got, buddy? Yeah, well, most definitely, Richie. Hey, thanks. Back here on the sideline, I was able to talk to Coach Robinson real quick. He says he's going to stick with plan A. He's going to keep on going. This is a free game for him. So, of course, you're going to try to work out everything before the playoff. Uh, and talking with Coach LaFrag, he kind of saw some of the things that he knew was going to happen. That secondary, like we talked about earlier, is definitely going to need some work. So, let's see what the special team does here in the second half and see if Fort Dorchester will be able to hold their undefeated season. Under the third, we go. And a great kick there by Chase Kennedy. He gets it to the 15, but it pays. The price is the young man that received it there, and it is a white wall and number 36 for the Patriots, Dominique Greer. Able to put him down on the ground. That'll bring up a first and 10. This spot the ball about the, I believe, 20-yard line. Maybe they give him the 21. We'll wait and see. Nevertheless, uh, the final two quarters of the regular season right here, right now. We come to you from Carter Stadium, Moody Field, home of the, well, Berkeley Stats in a big-time matchup. Here we go now. Let's set you up there. Trey Miner takes the snap on the shotgun. He stands at his own 15, three receivers right side, one to the left side. Handed up the middle. Let's see. They got something there. It's number 95 for your Patriots. Did a great job. Putting it down on him, that's every Parish, but it was also uh, number 40 on that one. Of course, we'll go over there and look at Jaden Gardner was the first man to put a shoulder pad on him. Hot players for the game in round one and two. That would be quarter one and two. Of course, number two, Solomon Butler. And watch out for number 10, Marion Mitchum. They set up now three receivers right side, one to the left side. Second and seven on 24, the right hash mark. They're heading towards the scoreboard. The quarterback for the Berkeley Stats is going to throw it out there to the right side, completing the 14 across as he gets back, possibly to about the 26-yard line. Tied the first down. That'll bring up a lot, about third, maybe five. It may give him four, but either way, good picture chance there from uh, Trey Miner to Cal Gill. There's a bad snap. This is going to make a pay for it. And he slides all the way back to the four. Not sure what happened there. It looked like Trey Miner was looking to the sideline, and it just went right by his ear. And it falls all the way to the four of Berkeley. And that, uh-oh, is going to bring out the punt team. Good field position, Clinton, for our guys. As Keith Jesse Short comes out of stands at about the 36-yard line. 10-21 remaining. Count that. Clock down with a 49-25 lead for your Patriots here in the third quarter. The kicker for the Stag standing at the back of his own end zone. Not a lot of room for air and bringing in the sink, and we'll wait and see. Here we go now. We start to kind of put that nice roll in. And just brought the ball about the 38-yard line. And Clinton, you start to kind of put everything in. Great job, our defense. They're going to have to now. And again, I say this all the time, and that is uh, you got to capitalize on uh, the mistakes that are made. And they made a few there. And now our Patriots get the ball on the Berkeley 38-yard line of the left hash mark, heading towards the schoolhouse. 
Correct. You got to let those first first and second quarter mistakes, Joe, come out here and capitalize on them real quick. Quick snap there. They'll hand it off. Boy, did they sneak that one out. Oh, the whistle, Ruth. 90 on the tackle there for the Berkeley Stags. That's Jaden Broughton there wrapped him up. He's able to get around that line and get in that backfield pretty quick. That's a tackle for loss. We don't say that many times when we mention the big horse back there, Dwayne Wright. They break the huddle there, spot the ball on the 39 of Berkeley. Three receivers left side, two to the right side, throws it to the left side. Here comes Jalen Best to the 40, 35, hit out of bounds. He was out of bounds when he got hit. They won't call it. Wow. That's an interesting conversation there. We'll keep it moving. Now we go, ladies and gentlemen, some good sportsmanship there. We'll now move at 29-25, 7 remaining in the third quarter. Fort with the ball. This is a big-time third down. It's going to bring up about third, two on the 30. And we'll let Barry Schwartz bring the ball to the two receivers right, two left, shotgun formation. They're going to go it again. Here comes 23. He's got the first down and a lot more. It's finally going to get in there. Should be enough. We'll see if we can get there. We're not in the right place for the favorite call. We'll know that, but we'll see if we can do. They should move the ball. Yes, sir. Move the chains. Put another down. We got first and ten as we go across the thirty. They fought the ball with the twenty-seven on the left hash mark. Two receivers to the right side, to the left side. Shotgun formation. The way right stands to the right side. Don't Osborne. Osborne's gonna hand it off the last minute. He's gonna step out of a few and drag a few with him to the twenty. Big time carry with eight thirty-four. That'll make it now second down to two. 29-25. The lead for your Patriots. You gotta put something on the board here, fellas. Let's keep this spread out. If you followed the game last week, Somerville was able to really kind of do a little bit more damage in the second half. Let's see if we can kind of pick up from that side. Three left side receivers. The Zolniels have two to the right. Shotgun at his 25. Throws it out to Jalen Best. He gets the 10, the 5, and he sits out of bounds right around the 7, actually. So we'll get him another first down. They'll drop the line. So that'll be first and goal at the 7. Again, quick offense. With 8.07 remaining, they'll stop the clock as he stepped out of bounds at 29.25 in the third quarter. Had to put things in perspective here. Again, not a whole lot other than some bragging rights and an undefeated season is what we're looking for if you're the Patriots. Momentum if you're in the stag, three receivers, two receivers to the left, one to the right. And motion is going to be, that's for sure. They fling it to him to the five. To the four, he steps back in. Sooner or later, they'll blow the whistle. And they finally get the whistle, and they hit about the three, maybe to the four, actually. Let's check that. It'll spot it at the four-yard line. A couple of yards on the game. That'll bring up the second and goal. Clinton, you look there. Not a bad play cause. They're trying to keep keep Essendor moving around, buddy. Yeah, they have, to, they have to definitely keep trying to punch it in there. Uh, go with what works. Go to the right. You go to Dessa Shore. You can even go to Mr. Jalen's best. They have to punch this in right now or else it's all for nothing. So I'm pretty sure the coaches have something planned. Bringing in some guys here. One receiver left side handed up there to Wayne Wright. He hits the five. He steps out of one. Still on his feet. Bumbles the ball. Let's see if they're able to stay down. He was down on the 
Looks like the three-yard line, so that's going to bring up a massive third down and about a Clinton, what do you do here, big guy? Well, right now, Rich, right now, Rich, what I would do is bring in the heavy squad and go ahead and keep punching it in. They're moving the ball. They're doing what they have to do. They're going back to plan A. They're going back to Fort football. So here it comes. Oh, they stuck that one in and around. Let's see if he got in the end zone. He did. And like that, they give the ball to Dwayne Wright as the quarterback looking over to the sideline. And they score. Still some conversations happening. Probably trying to figure out their thoughts on everything. And now that sends our lead with 8.58. Looking here, 6.58. Check that. 35.25. Here comes Chase Kennedy. What do you do here as you uh, try to extend this one? A 36-25 with the extra point pending. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. The snap. Oh, man, the guy was running outside. He was trying to get in there in extra heat there. Good job there by Aaron, of course, has stepped in here is the uh, holder tonight, Aaron Wellborn. Usually it's Trey Ryan. Getting yeah, the kicker, man. Are you used to having that same placeholder? We've seen a couple of our guys uh, get a few wide left. Bought the ball around the set. Here's the snap. The hold the kick. It's up, and it is good. And like that, we send that lead to 36-25. Clinton, we said it just a minute ago, brother. You got to take advantage of mistakes. We did that when that ball went to the right side of the quarterback, Trace Minor, and that pinned them back inside their own side, and we got the ball in good position. Fort Dorchester definitely capitalized on that mistake. Turn around and came down, moved the ball right down the field in Fort fashion. A little bit of run, a little bit of pass, a little end around, some jets even. Moving the ball down the field and doing exactly what they do. Now, is this a fort that's going to continue to go on for the third and the fourth quarter? Only time will tell. With 6.58 left, 36-25. Ford is up. Here comes the special teams. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. An update over at the Creek. It is a 14-9 lead. Goose Creek over Somerville at halftime. Somerville's done some uh, some things there, or they've made some adjustments. They've got three and right before the half, trying to find out what's going on with River Bluff. Is that will be the team that the fourth sees, and we'll get an update as uh, Sumter is playing here. We're going to try to keep you up to date on the games for next week. Chase Kennedy, here's the kick. Wave it down. Oh, it's back on the ground. Did we get it? Almost. Whistles are blowing. Let's see which way the referees are going to be doing their thing. Not seeing much here. I believe there's a flag on the play, so there is some laundry on the field right around the referees as they probably gather to see if they got enough time to get over to Music Man. You're here in Monk's Corner and you didn't get over to Music Man Barbecue. You guys don't know what you're missing. That's part of the treat for hitting these road games. This is actually going to be on the fork. So here we go now with a 25. 36, uh, Clint, what do you think there, buddy? I've been wondering all night. Uh, the penalty, I didn't catch it. I believe it's probably been unsportsmanlike. Wondering why Ford's always kicking it short as of now, letting the ball go into play. That's something new. I'm going to have to do some inside scoop on that one, Rich. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Quick play. Catch it. It's intercepted. Oh, 
my, look at Otis Mack. You got a gift, young man. And I know it's uh, close to Thanksgiving, but be thankful for that one because that's a mistake that you don't see often by horse number five, Trey Miner. He evidently didn't see number 11, Otis Mack, the senior linebacker, 6'1", 209, right place, right time. And ladies and gentlemen, here comes your offense as they're coming out around the 44-yard line quick. Two to the left, two to the right. Check that. Three to the left, two to the right. Zone Osborne at the 50. Snap, crackle, and pop it into the hands. And then he got a touchdown. Yes, sir, he did. Oh, my, because that's number 10, O.J. Washington. Man, oh, man, pitch and catch like they're in the backyard, Clinton. How do you like them apples? (laughs) Well, definitely that tip drill that we didn't think – Mr. Butler could actually miss. He actually missed. And, you know, Otis Mack comes in with the interception. Once again, capitalized on the mistake. Fort Dorchester is riling back up. It's looking like the beginning of the game, Richie. Yes, sir. Reed, extra point pending. Not anymore because it's in. It is good. 43-25. You make the opportunities when others make mistakes. From the bad snap, you got six, add one, that makes seven. Then you get the pick, and all of a sudden, oh, Jay Washington all the way from the 43 of the hands of Zoltan Osborne. Let's be honest, he went from the 50 and hit him in stride, and a kid that you need to put on your chart, and that is O.J. Washington. He's a wide receiver, 6'1", 186. He's a kid that's just – it's something special. Clint, we talk about that – uh extra gear that he's got. Here's a uh, update. T.L. Hanna is up 17 to 10 over Hillcrest. That's uh, one of the things that we are waiting for our final brackets to be done. 21 nothing comes to high right now. They're over Crestwood. Big night of football. A lot of guys trying to get that momentum heading into week one. It's 43-25, 45 remaining in the third quarter. Get the ball on the 40. Chase Kennedy ready to kick it off. He's going to size it up a bit, introduce it. Toe meets leather, and it's a soft kick to about the 20. Oh, Solomon, here comes number two across the 30. Still on his feet at the 40. Stiffs on the guy, and he had to do a lot of it on his own, but he does get to the 42-yard line. Clinton, we've got to get a beat on that kid because it's not a hidden secret in the corner, as everybody knows. Solomon Butler is a difference maker anytime he's on that football field. Yeah, definitely dangerous. Not only those hands, but if you let him get open, Solomon Butler is not slowing down for anything. And he's not afraid to throw a shoulder into you. Still getting some updates here. I want to thank Brandon Bisco being back in the uh, studio. Two receivers, second, three receivers, left side. One right side, 42-yard line. They'll hand it there up the middle. It ain't getting much. Looking for some tackles, as I believe, on that one there. Number 42 is going to be Jade Prophet on the tackle. 625 and counted down. Fort Rochester has made a great job. 14 unanswered points here in the third quarter. They take advantage of a few mistakes. Made by the Stags here with 6-12 remaining. A 43-25 lead for your Patriots. Break it off here. 45 on the right hash mark. Two receivers left side, two right side. 
quarterback for Berkeley is going to stand at his own 40, running back to his left side. Some heat coming. They're slinging the rocks in, and he ain't got enough to get around him. He had the inside track as it was number one. Jalen Levine was on the coverage. It was attended there for Marion Mitchum. Again, yet you wonder if you saw anything last week. This young man did not play last week against Somerville, and he is without a doubt a difference maker when he's on the field. When you got ten, you got two, and you got five, throwing it to him. It's a pretty impressive combination. Our guys have made some good changes as our defensive coordinator. I'm sure Coach Bobby did have a few words of wisdom for our defense. 43, 25, 553, slide number 45, takes the snap, rolls it out there to the right, and you're giving him three feet. We got to get somebody on number two because Solomon Butler had about two feet away from Jalen Levine. Levine's able to give him the first down. We're not getting that shoulder-to-shoulder there, Clinton. No, actually, they're giving him a little bit too much room, but it's hard to play him. So you're going to play up on him, he might just take you deep and turn on them afterburners. So it's really you got to gauge it and feel him out a little bit. We're going to see what Fort Dorchester does. On the 42, they take the snap. Three receivers left, two right side. Oh, man, he got hit hard. And number 21 was waiting on him to catch it for the fort. That is Dwight Johnson on the hit there. Defensive back, six foot, 192. Put down some shoulders and uh, broke up. The opportunity, and again, it was attended to Solomon Butler. You got to count for him wherever he's on the field, Clinton. Yeah, and most, uh, and they definitely did on that one, Richie. Played it really well. Played him close. Number twenty-one for Fort says no way, not today, and not on my side, Mr. Butler. Yeah, five thirty-three remaining. It's on the ball in the forty-two. Second and ten. Two receivers right side, two left side. It will be the quarterback, Trey Miner. He stands at the Fort 47, running back to the left side. They're heading towards the scoreboard. Big-time pressure, steps up in the pocket. He's going to get it. He's going to run it to the 40, and he's finally drug out of bounds right around the 39, maybe a gain of three. That should bring up a third and seven. We'll wait for the spot on the ball. It's 526, stops the clock. A 43-25 lead for the Patriots. This sportsmanship out there. Yeah, that's the thing. It's a heated battle. This is a collision sport. There's a lot of tempers at players. Watch this. So, this game doesn't mean anything, but there's 11 guys on the offense and 11 on the defense. The flip side with the special teams. They'd like to tell you differently. These cats, uh, they know each other well from some travel balls, from, uh, you know, just uh, walking around town that they cross over their path here. Three left sides, one right side shotgun. A fast snap again as he picks it up. As the quarterback is number four back there, that's going to be Wade Wilson. Somehow the junior got back there. Not sure why they did the substitution. That's going to bring out the punt team, and that changes everything. And once again, a tough snap going to call the defense or give the offense the defense an opportunity, Clinton, to get in there and cause a little havoc. Oh, of course, that causes havoc. When you make those mistakes like that, you have to know that Ford defense is actually coming in, and they're rushing hard at 100 miles per hour. So what do you do? You have to try to get that ball, cover up, and make the best of it. Punt team comes back out. Let's see if Ford capitalizes one more time. There we go. Kicking it, catching it. Stride. Five is alive. He's at the 40. He falls across to the 42. And, whoa, we got some slamming going on in the middle of the field. Not sure what's going on there. And number 19, 
all of a sudden, yeah, we'll wait and see what's going on here. We're going to try to stay with the action. A lot of a lot of conversation happening on the field, guys. I got to tell you one more time, and I'm hoping these coaches are explaining to these kids, if you get kicked out tonight, <laughs> the implication ain't about tonight. It's about next week. And that doesn't matter whether you're on the other side or this side. A lot bigger fish next week that you got to fry. That comes across as something. It's going to be offsetting personal fouls here. And again, you look at it, Clinton, and that's the biggest picture. If there's an ejection, it will be carried to next week. For Berkeley, you guys are going to something. Trust and believe me. You better hope you got all your tags on the football field. The same Patriots. You better hope every Patriot is accounted for next week when you bring a team out of Columbia who's ready to play some football. Who, by the way, we're going to win it. Break the huddle, two receivers right side. Zoe Osborne stands at his own 36, handed off to Dwayne Wright. Up the middle, he goes at almost about the 47. It's a nice pickup of five. It should come up second and five on the 47. Good job tackled there by number 42, R.J. Miller. The young man has been a very impressive addition there for the stag is there, uh, able to use that young man and to kind of decoy, get in and get around here. They now look at the bands from the plate. Second down, they're saying six on the 46. Right hash mark heading to the schoolhouse. They hit it right up the middle. And you now see there a big-time stop there by Jaden Broughton. He's a guy that we've been uh, talking a little bit about. He's a defensive end, senior, six foot, 243. Third down coming up now, third and five on the 47. Third down, 333 remaining here. It is a Fort Dorchester lead of 43-25. Under Chubb alongside Clinton Robinson Senior. Two receivers to the right side, three to the left. Dalton Osborne stands at his own 42. Here comes Jalen Best off his shoelaces. Check that out as I believe he got the first down. I think that's a bad spot, but nevertheless, let's see what they, where they spot him at. I don't even think... It looked like it bounced off a shoelace there. Good catch there, good eye coordination, but they'll look like they're gonna spot him a little short here. They needed the forty eight maybe. And it looks like they're gonna give him the forty nine and that's a bad spot there. Quick quick action here with two receivers left side to the right side. Osborne gonna stand at his own forty seven. Looking for the play call. They get it, they call it in. 319 remaining, 4325, spot the ball on the 49, hand it up the middle. Here comes the first down and a lot more to the 40. He's going to bulldog his way all the way to the 40. It's 36 in the left side. They'll put it at the left hash mark from the 36. They'll move the chains with 311. Clinton, a great play call there by Brent LaFrag. He gets the chains to move with the lead, 4325 in the third. Yeah, definitely a great call. Uh, Brent LaFrag is actually was the defensive coordinator last year, taking over the offense and not doing a bad job at all. Great call on that one. And Mr. Wright gets the first down. Here we go. Hand up at the middle. Some flags, I believe, are thrown in the middle. He's still on his feet. He goes across the 35 to the 30 to the 25 and drive down at the 24. And there is some laundry around the 34-yard line. Is that a hold? We'll wait and see. With 237 remaining, they will move the chain. If the play stands, it's a 43-25. You know, like you mentioned there, Brent Pratt last year was a defensive coordinator. This year, well, he's done an incredible job as he's moved over 
for the offensive coordinator in Fort Dorchester. By the way, coming into tonight's action is the number one offense in the state of South Carolina. It was a call against the fort, and they move it back into fort territory around the 49. So a long first and forever, if you will, here. They need to get back over into Berkeley territory around the 28. Left hash mark, one receiver each side. Quarterback shotgun formation at his own 45. He's going to fling the rock. He's looking for Jessica Shore. Down deep, double coverage. And there's a pass interference. Those are flag. Yes, sir. He didn't turn around and find the guy, and that was an easy call. Clinton, you see it all day long on Saturdays, and they just utilize that opportunity on the Friday. Right? Yeah. Listen, let me tell you, when you see Keith Tessier going down the sideline like that, and Zoltan Osborne zone in on him, and that ball goes in the air, they tried double-teaming him just now, but a little bit too much hand-checking, a little bit too much bump and grind, <laughs> definitely get some laundry on the field. Yes, sir. Pass interference will be on Berkeley. They'll move that one down there. It will bring up a first and 10 for the Patriots. And back to the 35 we go. So the left hash mark heading towards the schoolhouse with a 43-25 lead, 229 remaining here in the, I believe 229 is it's hard to see on the other side of the pole. Third quarter, two receivers on the field, one left, one right, handed up the middle. Here comes Dwayne Wright, and he's got Fields, and he's got 25, and he's dragging them to the 20. Move the chains some more, fellas, as we're going to get the offense moving once again. 43-25, 22, and as soon as the ball spots, they'll move the clock with it. First and 10 on the 30, she's on the 20. One receiver right, one left, handed there to Dwayne. He gets the 20, down to about the 16. Right side, they'll put it on the right hash mark. Good job, good call, and just continue to eat that clock away, Clinton. Yeah, they, now, is, now is the time to eat that clock away and take advantage. Let the clock be your friend. Keep playing the quick offense. Take time when you need to. And right now, they don't need to. So the hurry up isn't necessary. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep making those first downs and you'll wear down that defense that's been out there for a long time. Quick snap there. Jalen Pest is going to get the handoff. The young man's got it some speed, but not able to get around, and they'll push him out of bounds. Not able to get much out of it there. I want to say he's pushed out of bounds around the 12-yard line. We'll wait for the spot here. That'll bring up a third down. Should be about a third and two. Third down and two around the should be 11, maybe, yard line. So it's not far from a first down, maybe even third and one. We're waiting here for the referees to spot the ball. Minute 36 remaining here in the third quarter. The Ford with the lead, 43-45. Winner. If, of course, uh, our Patriots hold on to this one. That'll finish our season undefeated, 7-0. We're going to give it up to Dwayne Wright. He's going to get the first down, and he's going to lean into the touchdown. And like that, from the 13 to the end zone, dollar six more on the board. That'll make it now a 49-25 lead for your Patriots. Dwayne Wright, hard to take down. Leaned his shoulders in, and next thing you know, he's putting six on the board, waiting now for the extra point. Back to hold it for your Patriots is going to be number six, Aaron Wilborn. There to kick it is Chase Kennedy. We'll spot the ball. We'll snap the ball. That's out to 10. Ready for the snap. 
There he goes, calls the snap, holds it, kicks it up, and it's good. And like that, it is 50 to 25. We're up by 25. Clinton, man, I tell you what, you're seeing this offense starting to speed up a little bit. we still got another quarter of football. It's still a minute 30 left here in the third quarter, buddy. No kidding. You're almost, you're almost thinking, like, was Fort Dorchester just playing with Berkeley, or was Berkeley actually just toughening up and making those points and putting that 25 points on the board? Now Fort Dorchester is back to square one. Plan A is what we call it. They're going, they're running the ball, they're throwing the ball, going to the outside, and pretty much doing what they want to do. Good old-fashioned Fort Dorchester football. With the score being 50 to 25, what do you do? Do you now keep going? All gas, no brakes is what they say, Richie. 130 left in the third yeah, quarter. Do. We're going to see what the special team does next. That we will get an update here quickly. Sumter, the game guys, up 21-9 over Crestwood. Of course, Crestwood, uh, I believe their season, I'm not sure exactly if they, what their season is next, but I can tell you from Sumter Gamecocks, they'll be hosting the same Berkeley Stags team. Still waiting on a few more updates from our guy, Brandon Biscovy, back at the studio. Here it's a 50-25 lead for the Patriots. A minute 30 remaining here in the third quarter. The number one offense in the state now seems to uh, have a little bit of rhythm as the big man. Talk about some rhythm. How about number 46 ready to kick this one? Jonathan Guzman going to come out here to try to put a little bit of boot into the ball. and Let's see if we get the signature arrow package if he gets it in the back of the end zone. There it is. Let's see. The end zone it lands, and there it is. <laughs> he ain't feeling it like he normally does. He's shafted one on a, uh, I believe, on a three-pointer, so he's got to get that rhythm back in check. Yeah, Gooseman is definitely have a leg behind him, Richie. And I was waiting to see that good old-fashioned arrow technique come through as he boots it <laughs> almost through the uprights. Here we go now as a 50-25, minute 30 here remaining in the third quarter. You see Merkley now with a backup quarterback in there. See what the story is there. Could just be saving some of their big guys here for safety purposes here. Now number three gets the ball, goes up the middle, and that is going to be Luke. Gadsden. Now, you wonder, with a 50-25 lead here, do we start to see some substitutions as we get ready for next week? Yeah, I think for safety purposes, you do what I call old plug-and-play. You put a couple of guys in there, let them get some reps, let them get the feel for the game. 50-25, to you do have control. Again, the clock is your friend. It's about to be the fourth quarter with 50 seconds left. Here you go, ladies and gentlemen. Quick uh, job there up the middle. You're still seeing a lot of pushing and shoving here during the play. And let's see if it carries after the play. We're going to get the final play possibly underway here. It is a third down and about five. They'll have the ball spotted on the right hash mark at the 27-yard line. Berkeley with the ball down 25-52 Patriots. 17 on the play clock, 20 on the game clock, so this will be one final play. Quarterback under center. He's going to hand it off up the middle. It's going to be close. Nope, he's going to get pushed back there. And a slew of Patriots going to get credit on that one. Let's give it to number 40, 
That's going to be Jaden Excuse me, check that. Jaden Gardner on the back. And that'll do it for the end of the third quarter. Clinton, let's take a break, grab some drinks. When we come back, we're bringing the final action of tonight. And that is the fourth quarter, guys. Don't go anywhere. More Friday Night Lights brought to you by Southern Sports Central as we follow around the Fort Norchester Patriots here on the air. Coming back, more football. My family and I were suffering with no protection from the hot Carolina sun. I called the Tent Farm, and they told me about their line of ceramic window film. Now I have 99.9% protection from harmful UV rays for the ones that matter the most. You don't have to be a math teacher like me for those numbers to make sense. Don't be alarmed. Call the farm. I was driving in extreme Charleston heat. I couldn't take it any longer. I wasn't alarmed. I called the farm. I used to be the victim of bad tent. It was so horrible, I was embarrassed to be seen driving even in my own hometown. I called the tent farm, and they took care of me. I wasn't alarmed. I called the farm. I'm Jonathan Farmer, owner and founder of Tent Farm. Are you a victim of bad tent? Are you suffering from extreme heat? We here at the tent farm want to help you with these horrible conditions. Don't be alarmed. Call the farm. Hey, welcome back, everybody. I'm Rich Evan, alongside Clinton Robinson Sr. We are bringing you the broadcast tonight, following the Fort Norchester Patriots. Don't forget, next week we will be back on it on the TV screen with FD Sports TV. Free game 720, kickoff 730. We will be back at the fort as we will be hosting River Bluff, who, by the way, is winning big in their game here tonight. And again, these teams, uh, all, of course, playing on this field, will be seeing action next week as this is the final game of uh, the regular season. As it goes right now, Fort on their way to a 7-0 and season. Another undefeated season for our Patriots. A uh, big win on the cuff right now. Still some more football to go. Berkeley right now coming in here 4-2 over all in 3-1 as they finished region play a few weeks ago. It is third and uh, three on the 37. They clocked the ball on the right half mark. They're heading towards the schoolhouse, Berkeley with one receiver to the left side. They roll it here to the left side. Here comes number, looking at the running back number here, 32 on the carry, four, and Berkeley stags. They've got some backup guys coming in here now. Reggie Campbell, Jr., 5'8", 206, coming in here now. Doing a great job getting around and moves the chains for the stags. It's 10.55. Clinton hits the clocks here. Uh, attitude down there on the sideline, buddy. And everybody's pretty calm right now. Uh, you know, like you said, a lot of substitutes getting in there, some of the second string getting some work, some of the first string still in there. But this game is far from over. Ten minutes and 30 seconds left. Still got to play all four quarters. Just play it safe. Here's a quick handoff up the middle. Still got some of the big guys in the front. They're trying to strip the ball away. Still some pushing and shoving. He'll get a nice little carry up the middle, number 26. For the Stags on the carry, Owen Murchison. Again, Clinton, great job there. Our defense kind of standing up. Yeah, and unfortunately, Berkeley wasn't able to get their running game off. Believe it or not, 
right here in the start of the fourth quarter. This is as much yards they've gotten all game, Richie. These guys are steady moving the ball down the field, and you wonder, why didn't you start on this from the beginning? Mr. Waits, Wilson is the quarterback now. If he takes the snap, hands it up in the middle there. Number four with the ball. He's going to lean his shoulders down. Good drive. Nope, check that. That's going to be number 32. 32 on the carry there. That's going to be Reggie Campbell. Mr. McElveen there. You've got a tackle there. Credit for another one of those. Good job there. We see the Patriots now with their hands on their hips. 522 remaining here in the fourth quarter. It is a 15-25 lead for your Patriots. We'll talk about a conversation that was mentioned over the weekend. Kind of curious on some things. Quick snap, handoff up the middle. Steps over one guy. Helmet goes flying. Uh, the helmet for number 77, so he'll have to come out of the game. Marquise Johnson, the senior. Playing hard, you got to give it to the guys in the gold helmets. They're still giving it everything they got with 501 remaining. They trail our Patriots 50 25. It's their ball inside now as they move into, they'll say fourth down. He's just short. Boy, I tell you, that looks like it's very close here from our side, and we're pretty much on the line. He's going to move it back. And you hear some of the fans not happy about the spot of the field. Fourth and one. Dang, no way. You just that ball. Oh, that's a first down. Now we go. Let's see what they're going to do. And now they're going to first down. Wow. Well, we've seen that. Clinton, have you ever seen anything like that, buddy? You see, he moved it a foot. He moved it, back, moved it up a foot and moved the larkers with it. Now there's the friends up there saying, okay, what do we got going on here? Yeah, I, hey, exactly, Richie. Yeah, I've seen that before, and that was probably in somebody's backyard down there in North Charleston somewhere. But to move the ball two or three times is kind of a little suspect. You should have left it where it was first, measured it off, get a true measurement, but now the referee went back and moved it. White Hat comes in, calls it a first down. A little suspect. Here we go, fourth and one. They take it under the center, and let's go. They get him, and they get him. Oh, man, they're going to get him around, and it looks like he got the first down. But I tell you, I'm going to be that guy and say it looked like when they spot the ball was a first down anyway. So, that being said, they will now move the chains, and they will now spot the ball at the 45 of the fourth with uh, eight minutes and 37 seconds remaining here in the fourth quarter. 50-25 is the lead for your Patriots. Bought the ball on their left hash mark at the 45 of the fort. Playing quarterback right now for Berkeley. The stag is Wake Wilson, 5'9", 160. And they're going to give him a penalty. Wow. So they moved the ball in there. What happened on the side there, buddy? Uh, like you said before, Richie, a lot of stuff going on at the end. At the end of the plays, there's a lot of pushing and shoving. I think the referees are getting pretty much fed up with it. They were letting those boys play ball earlier. Enough of the warnings. Laundry goes on the field. 8.37 remaining. 50-25 the lead for your Patriots. First and 10 on the Patriots. 30 is it going to be Berkeley's ball. They'll hand it to number three. Bounces out to the right side. He's got some traffic. He's got some speed, though, to the 25, to the 20, to the 10. And bounced out of bounds somewhere. It looks around. And it's going to say the 12. 
waiting for that marker there, and a great job by seeing what was offered on that outside is number three, Lucas Gatson, still in the game. He's a, one of the starters. Curious uh, what happened between Trey Miner. He's been their starting quarterback, but he is not in the game as of now, and it's a whole different style of offense because the way that Wade Wilson, he crouches down under the center, old school I for me, well, Flip back as you go here. Handed up the middle, the power in the end zone, and it was pretty easy in that one. He ran it in from the 11, and you'll add seven on the board. Ladies and gentlemen, don't go anywhere. It's a 31-50 ball game. As you see the running back, I believe, number 32, Reggie Campbell, the junior, 5'8", 206, took an 11-yard up the gut into the end zone, Clinton. Yeah, like I said before, Richie, these guys moving the ball down the field. Berkeley looks to be moving the ball, especially running, a lot easier here in this fourth quarter. And it's amazing that they didn't go with this from the beginning. I understand it's the second-string quarterback. Awkward, a little, I'd say, unorthodox style or formation that they're running. But guess what? It's working. They move, it down, they move the ball down the field, and now the score is 50-32. to 52 we understand the uh, amount of athletes that they've got here at Berkeley. They've got some speed. We're very familiar with that year after year. They continue to put a lot of talent at the next level. As we've seen a lot of those big names come through here. Always good to see the student section as they uh, here at Berkeley. We're on the home side tonight in the press box. But you see, every time they score, they put a young man up there on that board, and that cat just did 32 push-ups. Our goal is to keep that count down to a minimum. As we are up 50, 32, 8:29 remaining here in the fourth quarter of football here in the regular season. It is 2020. We've made it this far with some more on the way. Big time action around the low country. Somerville trying to finish their season with the dub, and so is the creek. Here goes the whistle. Here goes the kick. He puts a little bit under it, and this is going to fall into the end zone to bring it out to the 20. Clinton now will see what the offense can do. Now, again, Zola, very good job in the uh, first series of plays in the third quarter. Can he can keep that momentum going into the end zone? You definitely have to keep that momentum going in with eight minutes and 29 seconds left in the fourth quarter. Yeah, the clock is definitely your friend. Use it. Move the ball down the field. Keep the Berkeley defense out there as long as you possibly can. That you do. Six it is now 8.29 remaining here. Vote Osborne brings the offense with one receiver left side to the right side. And, boy, they had that one. But it's a quick toss out to the right side. He loses his track. That's for sure. They thought they thought it was uh, a handoff there to uh, number 23, Dwayne Wright. And, boy, he about paid for it because number 92 was Jamar Smalls was all over it. But, fortunately for your Patriots, it was a quick pull it out, come back to this side, the right side, and throw it over to Destin Shore for a gain of what looks like about five, maybe six. They're actually going to give him seven. So now second and three from the 27. The right ash mark, two receivers right side, one to the left side. Big time. Here's the snap. Here's the handoff up the middle. Here comes the way right to the 40. And he gets taken down around the 43. The young man uses that strength, but low as his 
Texans grinded and then twist around to pick up a first down. And now with 7.43, a 50-32 lead. They'll spot the ball on the right hash mark heading towards the scoreboard around the 42, Clinton. Yeah, definitely moving the ball, taking advantage of this clock, letting it run down. Mr. Dwayne Wright, Mr. Do-It-All, definitely gets that first down with ease. Now we'll see what that backup running back can do. And do they keep the ball on the ground? And as small as they do, the young man's going to push his way through. That's the future of our Patriots. Number 24 on the charts as we're trying to keep an eye on him. Michael Small is on the carry. He's a sophomore running back, 5'10", 176. He's a very impressive back back there, and he's going to take advantage of an opportunity to get some – some work in as a uh, injury time, so they should stop the clock at now 6:57 at a 50-32 lead, guys. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll get some more football as you're listening to the fourth right here on Southern Sports Central, guys. Don't go anywhere. Some more football right out of this. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Mitch Yellen. I'm Ty Clinton. I'm the senior. Listening to Fort Football right here on Southern Sports Central. 6.50 counted down. 50.32 is the lead for the Patriots with the ball on their own 47 to the right hash mark. Two receivers right side, one hanging out to the left side. It's going to be Jalen Beth all alone over there on the visitor's side. Takes the snapshot. going to hand it to Smalls across the 50. He's still chopping his feet. He's got a first down. Sitting around the 47, the young man did an incredible job taking what the line gave him. And Smalls will move the chains as with 631 and first to 10 on the 47. Quick back to the line. Two receivers right side, one left side. Osborne at his own 47. Smalls stands to the right side as he's taking the duties in the backfield. Now we'll go to the other side. They'll move him around. Clock taking with 610 with the lead 5032. There's the snap in at the small. He kind of moves the ball from that right side to the left side, and they're pushing him around. Osborne going to get in there and get his running back off the ground. Good job there. Maybe a pickup of two. He'll move the ball to the 46 and just using that clock, Clinton. Using that clock, moving. We're going to stay here on the field. Two receivers right side, one left side. Again, we put Desha Shore and OJ Washington to the right. Jalen Best to the left, Osborne at his own 49 with his running back to the right side. Smalls, he's going to the left side, sling the rock. Jalen Best is striding, got him, but he dropped it. He hit him in the pocket, put it in the pan, but he dropped it right in front of you there, Clinton. What happened? Holy cow. <laughs> Richie, if there's ever such thing, it's too perfect. That was it. That was right in the bread basket. You couldn't ask for it to be any other spot, right over the defender's hand and right on the numbers. Just one of those things that's too perfect, and uh, Mr. Best just let it slide through. 
Third nine on the 46. Here's the snap. Osborne going back in there. Great block picked up by Smalls. Here's Desha Shore. Got him. Is he in the end zone? He's just shy at the two. Ladies and gentlemen, Zoltan Osborne has definitely found the stride once again as he stepped up in the pocket. But you got to give a lot of love to the running back, Smalls. He took one for the team and stepped up and put a block on the young man. Great job picking up the man coming on the blind side. First and goal on the two, 50 5-18 remaining in the fourth quarter. Substitution is now going to take place. They'll wind up the whistle and they'll get the ball spotted to see some more football. Two receivers right side will be Desi Shore in Washington. Left side is Jalen Best. Hand it to Smalls and let's see if he can dive in. He's shy at the one. Had to bring up a second and goal on the one. Good job as he's right in front of you, Clinton. Back to the wishing well. What do you do, buddy? Yeah, you definitely keep going back to the wishing well. As you see the clock is steady, running. Use it. Let it be your friend. Take your time, watch the play clock, and keep trying to pound. Keep working defense out there as long as you can. I guarantee on this one, you have one or two more plays, Fort Dorchester will score again. 429, two receivers right side, one left side. Hand it off to Smalls. No, Osborne, did he lean in? He got it. Let's, oh, they're giving him a bad spot. Wow. You lean forward, you reach over the downs, but there's here we go, ladies and gentlemen, 409, Osborne. Good job there, Oz. You almost got it in. I thought you had it in, but, hey, that's above my pay grade. We're under three minutes, under four minutes with a 50-32 lead. It's third and third down coming at you on the one, third and goal on the one. As they look over to the side, I'm assuming Coach Pratt here may end up using a timeout. This is – Yep, there they go. There's the timeout, Clinton. Here's your thing. As you look at this front line of the defense of Berkeley, you see the front line of our Patriots, and now you see Smalls is back there. You see Jalen Best to that far side. Over to this side, you got O.J. Washington. You got Keith Dessas Shore. I'd say it's a full house, but which way do you go? Do you go back across the middle to the back of that end zone with Keith Dessas Shore, or you look at Washington for a fade right from the corner? Actually, Richie, I'd go with Mr. Wright. I'd go right up the middle, gut check him one more time, and see what they have left. That defense has been out there a lot tonight. Berkeley has got to be tired. I know they get those substitutes in there. They have some of their second string in there. But those guys are tired, too. I say go right down the middle, gut check them one last time, put the points on the board, and let the clock start running. As they do, the, uh, of course, now you see the guys hustling back to the line. They're trying to get some plays here. Look at this. And you did mention number 23 is back out there on the field. That's the way right. Quick snap. I don't think he got it. Nope, he didn't get it. And they snapped it to Dwayne Wright. He's just short. 23 with the carry. Dwayne Wright just a bit short. There's a flag on the field over there on the visitor side. If somebody jumps, and they did, that's going to go on Berkeley. Now, all of a sudden, we'll see what happens here, and that's going to bring up another third down. 
335 remaining. Caught the ball on the right hash mark. We're going towards the scoreboard on the one. Third down, fourth quarter, 335. Looking for six. Two receivers left, one to the right. Osborne stands up the shotgun. Man in motion. He rolls out, turn around and catch it. Did he get in? He did. And it's like that. Six points as he slides across the grass and puts six on the board. And now you're seeing the conversation as it's now 56, 56, 32, with 329 remaining here in the fourth quarter. Good play call there. I figured they would somehow try to get it to your playmaker. That's Keith Dessishore. And they brought him in motion out of the backfield. We'll wait to go back down to Clinton right after this. Waiting on the extra point. Aaron Wilborn, the holder. Here's Chase Kennedy, the kick. It's up, and it's good. Like that, it's now 57-32. Clinton, a great play call once again by our offensive coordinator, and that is Brent LaFrad, and he's able to utilize a very quick and athletic guy to play right on the field. And Keith Dessensure gets a touchdown from the one. Very athletic man on the field and very, very good play call. Richie, I can't believe it. For the first time, I'm going to tell you, you're right. That was a great play call. They went to the outside. They went for the out route. Hey, and they go to Mr. Do-It-All. Mr. Keith Dessensure with the catch, get it in the end zone. And here we are, 329 left. And Fort Dorchester is up 57-32. to now, what's next? Do they keep it inbound, or did they let Guzman go ahead and boot it back out there to the 20, or they let that clock run? That's the question. Well, with 3.29 remaining, it's at 57.32. Your Patriots on the way to picking up another victory to finish the regular season at 7-0. They'll remain 4-0 undefeated in the region. Next week, we go back home, and we go back to the TV. We will be on FD Sports TV. Free games. 7:20. Myself, Clint Robinson Sr., and Eddie Tilly, along with uh, some more of our closest friends, will be bringing you another five-star show. 7:30 kickoff. Here's the kick by Guzman to the five, to the ten, to the twenty. He breaks loose, but he is finally chopped out. Great job by number 18. Look at that one. Who do you think that is? Yep, Rashawn Springs. We know that kid pretty well. The kid. Putting in some work on special teams, Clinton, right in front of you. Yeah, Rayshon Springs isn't going to take too much of that. They tried to pick on him earlier. He's a smaller corner, but he is dangerous. You can't let up on him. So number 18 came back and tried to redeem himself right there with that tackle. 314 remaining in a 57-32 game. Your Patriots with the lead. First and 10, they spot the ball on the Berkeley 15. Berkeley does have the ball. Their backup quarterback is Wade Wilson. He's been there for most of the second half. They have some substitution or maybe a man that was off the field, and they got to use a timeout, and you come out the side, and you you don't want to see that if you're, of course, uh, Coach Robinson, as you get ready for the playoffs. We've been doing this now for seven weeks. You kind of want to keep that momentum going in the right area. Update down in the other side of the world, and that is Sackasee. They just beat Georgetown in the finale season for the Braves and the Bulldogs. Jimmy Noonan has taken over for the Bulldogs. He's got some work down there in Georgetown to do. But, again, you look at the 20-plus coaching changes just here in the low country, not to mention around the state, as multiple, multiple guys that um, – have, uh, well, quite frankly, been uh, moved around, but they had not only 
one obstacle or another. They had the COVID along with the shutdown. Here we go now, third 14, 57-32, the lead for your Patriots here in the fourth quarter. Spot them on the 15, handing up the middle, they go, chopping it steep. Berkeley Stags getting across to the 21. Good job by our front linemen here again as the clock getting close under three minutes. Clinton, again, you're just trying to get out of here healthy. You want to get out of here and, and at least get yourself ready because i got to promise you, at midnight tonight, everybody's record that's in playoffs go back to zero. Yeah, definitely zero, zero. These guys you have to play it safe, though, Richie. I understand exactly what you're talking about. You're not going to make up all those points in this little bit of time. Just keep the ball safe and do what you have to do to move it down the field. Here's a quick handoff up the middle. They go to the 28-yard line. As we're starting to look here. And, uh, Clinton, what do you do here in a position like this if you're poor? If, if I'm for Dorchester right now, uh, that's a tough one, Richie. You just, you just try to keep these guys from moving the ball down the field. And it's almost similar to what? they might be looking at when it comes to River Bluff next week. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, we're having some conversations up here with under two minutes we go. Uh, Again, uh, not going to give any uh, heads up on anything, but I'll just say this. This is a battle that, again, I understand the confines of the community want to pick up these wins like last week. You know, it doesn't get uh, any more conversation than, you know, Berkeley and Somerville. Fort Dorchester and Berkeley, Goose Creek and Fort, Fort, and of course, uh, yeah, it's just one of these things here in the Low Country. Five A football is uh, is almost like a religion down here, but you got to look at the bigger picture. As it's now one twenty-seven remaining, fifty-seven thirty-two. Our Patriots on the way to another victory here tonight. Handoff up the middle. They've got a few yards, but all they're doing now, Clinton, is just basically winding down some clocks. Now, I do want to make sure we check in with our head coach, Steve LaPrag, as uh, he gets to celebrate an undefeated season. But it's going to be a very small celebration because about midnight tonight, ladies and gentlemen, it's 0-0. It's all for nothing. It's win or go home. That's going to be the message as we're under a minute here in the fourth quarter. They spot the ball on the 34. Play clock is at 15. The game clock is under 45, so there'll be a couple more games, or excuse me, plays here tonight. Waiting on the quarterback there. Takes the snap. Hands it off there to the right side. Blow that whistle. Let's get these guys separated and keep this thing moving. Substitutions coming in for the Patriots. So you're going to get some new faces in some new places under 23, and that will probably do it here tonight. What a win, what a way, and what a night here. We have proved our record to 7-0, 4-0 in the conference, in the region. And, of course, uh, we will now head back home and play River Bluff. River Bluff will come into round one. We'll be back on TV next week. If you're listening to us wherever you are, you can find us on FD Sports TV, Southern Sports Central, wants to thank Everybody here at Berkeley High School and across the board for the hospitality here in the press box. Great job here tonight by uh, Clinton Robinson Sr. I'm Richie Altman, and we're going to have in just a minute here from our head coach here 
in just a few. A great win tonight, 57-32 is the final. Coming up in just a few minutes, we're going to hear from our head coach, Coach Stephen Pratt, if he's uh, hit track down as we speak over there by Clinton Robinson. He's on a mission. Clinton, I'm going to turn it back down to you, big guy. Let's hear from our head coach on what happened tonight and this wonderful victory as we complete the season undefeated. Looks like he's going to talk to the team real quick first and then Clinton will get in there with him in just a minute. Now the final score here, 57-32. Big win tonight. Improves our record to 7-0 overall. We now go to uh, re- excuse me, playoffs and we'll be hosting round one. The way it works out is like this. We'll be home in round one with the victory. We'll then see the winner of, well, Sumter, who won big tonight, and this Berkeley team. If we get that round three, well, then it will either be it will then either be Dutch Fork, Somerville, Goose Creek, or Carolina Fork. So there you go. That's kind of how it seizes up here tonight. Another great game uh, here under the lights. We'll be, again, uh, looking forward to getting back to band next week and being back on the TV. Again, back out here in one of the Coach Steele, he is the principal here. Let's go down to the sideline now with our head coach, Steve Craig. Yeah, it goes. How do you feel about this? How do you feel about this game right here? You know the season you went undefeated. You did what you had to do. Four and zero in the region. You did everything you wanted to do, but it's nice. That's right. Pretty darn dominant too, but we'd always lose one every once in a while. So, um, you know, I'm happy. Obviously, we didn't do as well as I could defense, but that, that gives us something to work on. There. That's our athletic director. That's our head football coach, Stephen Pratt. Coach, congratulations to all of the Fort Dorchester Patriots down there celebrating another victory, 57-32, as we bring home an undefeated season and we wrap up our regular season. But don't worry, we're not going anywhere as far as football is concerned on Friday night. The lights will be turned on and we'll be back home next week as we'll have airtime at 720 and we will be bringing you the pregame. And then at 7. 30. That's right, at 7.30, you will uh, get the excitement of kickoff as we welcome in a very good team from the Midlands. And who was that? Well, we all talked about them throughout tonight's broadcast, and that is River Bluff. By the way, they won big tonight as well. On behalf of all of us here at Southern Sports Central, we want to thank the entire group over here at Berkeley High School, from their principal to their AD to the head coach to the first time and first I'd say class hospitality here in the Prince Box tonight. Thanks for giving us a spot in the corner and allowing us to do what we do to bring us Fort D football right here on Southern Sports Central, guys. Enjoy the rest of your night. Let's 
enjoy it safely so that we can continue enjoying the night of Friday Night Football, guys. Enjoy. Until next week, don't forget, we'll be back over there at FD Sports TV, pregame 720, kickoff 730, guys. Have a good night. 